I'm Tyler Dennering. I'm Connery Hansen. And this is the franchise. And today we're beginning a new franchise. <laughs> I do this every time. We're beginning a new <laughs> franchise with friends, thus a franchise. Thus. Pirates of the Caribbean. Dun, 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 dun. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. That's Connery's 2013 rendition of Pirates of the Caribbean song. Mm-hmm. When all of the trailer songs were just more dramatic versions of the already existing song. Yeah, that fully exists. I believe that's kind of in Dead Man's Chest, but I'm going to save that song because I have that one memorized. <laughs> Actually, I think it's in this movie, too, in the very beginning, but we'll get to it. No, that's just uh, the Pirate's Life for Me song. There's another song oh, yeah. in Dead Man's Chest that's, def- that's different. Is it Dead Man's Party, but just slowed down? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that. you mean at World's End, the one with like the, the kid when he's singing on the gallows. Oh, that's is a, that at World's that's End? A, that's the third one, I think. Oh, I thought for sure that it was Dead Man's. Uh, oh, oh, I could be wrong. I think it's the third one. It's, um, uh, da, 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 the king and his da, da, men stole the queen from we, her yeah. bed. Da, da, dun. <laughs> uh-huh. Unbound her in her balls. The yes. yes, I do know this for sure. <laughs> okay, good, yeah. It, it's World's End. My bad. <laughs> well, yeah, in case you didn't notice, that's not my voice. <laughs> or mine. We have a returning guest for the third time, finally doing a movie she actually likes, Lily Young. <laughs> Yay. Hello. And I, I don't just like this movie. I love this movie. I'm sorry. Correction. <laughs> Went from movies that she didn't like very much to one she loves. Good. Welcome back to part one of your redemption cast, Lily. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we might owe you one more, I guess. But yeah, that'd yeah. be nice. <laughs> We'll have you back for uh, Sideways when they make a sequel. Ooh. (laughs) It's called Front Way, Back Way? The Amazing Spider-Man. The Amazing Spider-Man. Hmm. I don't know, Lily. What's another franchise you love? Caprice was pitching us Adam's Family, and then you, all four of us oh, being on Adam's Family. Oh, she talked to me value. about that. She talked to me about that last night. She brought that up. She was like, "I told him that we need to do Adam's Family together," and I was mm-hmm. like, "Really? I've like never really seen it." And she's like, "What are you talking about?" She just fully assumed that I like loved and grew up with that movie, and that we, and she we've never talked about it. Between, like, Interesting. She, never, was, she was, and I'm like, that's such a weird assumption for you to make. She was fully talking like, oh yeah, me and Lily at least and I jokes. We're both big Adams Family fans. So I was like, oh, okay, she's saying perfect. that. She was just talking like she like really? you guys just like knew Maybe what you're talking about. She's getting me mixed up with someone else. It's probably know. probably because like you both really like Beetlejuice and you've like got. Oh yeah. We've all gotten together and you both just sing the Beetlejuice songs while the movie's playing, much like Chicago. <laughs> Sing the song. You mean like recite the lines? Are there songs in Beetlejuice? Oh, and I guess just recite the lines, but yeah. then sing the one song at the dinner table. Oh, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's kind of fair for her to assume that I, yeah, but, yeah. but no, no. Adam's Adam's family's very much like that. It's uh, why am I Barry? Yeah, Barry Sonnenfeld. Sorry, I get a mix up with Barry Levinson sometimes, but the guy who did Men in Black, he did the mm-hmm. Adam's Family movies too. So I think they would be. I think you'd like them a lot. So. I know there's plenty of other franchises. I'm just like blanking right now. I mean, I'm kind of <laughs> excited for Twilight. Um, oh yeah, that's right. As I've told you guys like multiple times since before <laughs> you started this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to find a way to squeeze it in somewhere soon. I it's, feel like that's a winter it's movie. My, 
Yeah, or definitely. Fall. Yeah. Yeah. It's my favorite franchise maybe to love to hate. Whereas <laughs> like the episodes that I've been on before You I, just hate them. <laughs> well, I don't I don't just I, I don't hate Spider Man three. I'm just not <laughs> familiar enough with it. And like I had seen it like like when I watched it for the podcast, that was only the second time I had seen it. And mm. I saw it for the first time like a year before. And then the the Hunger Games, I same thing. Like I just, I, I actually don't, I actively don't like that the Mockingjay part two. <laughs> if it's any consolation, I guess we owe Caprice one immediately because she went on into Back to the Future three with us, and she's like, I didn't like this. <laughs> so yeah, she had a real bad time. Apparently, <laughs> it's gonna happen with like everybody we have on at some point. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna run out of friends at some point. <laughs> We've already had several repeats. We've already dug pretty deep in the well. That's okay. <laughs> oh, obviously. Well, okay. The first one that comes to mind, obviously, is Harry Potter. Like, I can, mm. <laughs> what do you mean? Mm? That's too many years down the road. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll, ha- we'll have to see if J.K. Rowling magically uncancels herself somehow. But by then, it will, it'll be more like she has separated from her work, I feel like. Yeah. No, it's like, I even want to do it now, but I'm just like, I just don't want to think about her. Like, Harry Potter invented itself, right? Yeah. <laughs> a, little, it, a little fairy tapped her on the shoulder and said, hey, this is a good idea to help you get out of this horrible situation she's in. A cheap, the fairy can't help that J.K. Rowling turned out to be a little bit of a shitty person. A little house elf? A little house elf said, just don't put me as a slave in your book. And J.K. was like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. Uh... But yeah, I did have one of the songs from my Harry. Just the, I think the main theme stuck in my head the other day. I'm just like, oh, I really like the song, and I'm like, no, dang it! Like, I can't well, even. She didn't fully write the song. She didn't write the music. No, I know, she I know, but it's still like related write, to her. I'm just she like, wasn't even involved in the screenplays, right? Yeah. You can hate Fantastic well, I mean, Beasts. She was consulted, but like, yeah, she actually wrote the Fantastic Beasts. Like, and they suck. They're terrible. Mm-hmm. And the Cursed Child. The curse, the curse. She didn't even write the cursed child. She did the story. Some other guy wrote the yeah. whole. Wrote the actual yeah, I script. know. <laughs> but hey, uh, I think we'll find down the road, uh, including perhaps this franchise, that there's uh, you know things happen over time, over the decades, and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> per actors and filmmakers at large, there's always someone's going to do something questionable at some point. Winky wink. Nudge, nudge, hint, hint, say no more. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about that at some point. But I think just this movie, this first one is so good. But um, before we get to the movie, I think we have some other things to talk about, Connery. Uh, But before we do that, even, is there anything else that you've been watching or listening to or playing? Well, this comes out the 18th? Or the 19th. This comes out the 19th. So by the 19th, I have in my hands Ghost of Tsushima. So I'm probably playing that. And I'm hoping when we're recording it right now that it's good. <laughs> so you're projecting that you're enjoying a game that you haven't played yet. But yes. But have probably played by now. Yeah, I'll, I love Sucker Punch. So it's, it's not that much of a guess to think that I'll like it. But today, today, in this, in this our current reality recording this, I... I what did I do today? Oh, I watched Daddy's Home today, with that Elijah Wood movie. Or no, Come oh. to Daddy is what it's called. Yeah, I was gonna say like the <laughs> Daddy's Home, <laughs> the like Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg movie. Like, all right, mm-hmm. that's cool. <laughs> I have seen that one before, but I watched Come to Daddy, and that one was really bizarre. Hmm. 
I want to see that. That yeah. just did that. Was that a twenty twenty release? Uh, I think it was like twenty nineteen, maybe. Like okay. I remember seeing a poster in theaters and being yeah. like, "Oh, that's kind of interesting." What's Elijah Wood doing? But yeah, awesome. Elijah Wood stars. And it's pretty good. Yeah, I think it's on Amazon Prime right now. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, I really like a lot of the things that Elijah Wood's been in since, uh, you know, <laughs> I guess post Lord of the Rings is like a big generalization, <laughs> but he's just really into horror and he does, mm-hmm. he, he produced um, Color Out of Space. Oh, right. I haven't watched cool that movie. one yet. I need to watch that. Yeah, I recommend it. It's not like, I would say it's like amazing, but it's still pretty cool to see like Richard Stanley make a movie again after like 15, 20 years of not <laughs> making a movie and Nick Cage is pretty fun in it. And, so. uh, and I also played the Iron Man VR game that came out for a little bit today, and that was oh. fun. Did you blast people? Yeah, you get your hands like a little pulse gauntlet. It kind of like tracks how you move with your actual hands to like make yourself go forward. So I'm like Naruto position running with my hands out, <laughs> like shooting myself <laughs> across the sky. It Storm. feels a little silly, but it looks cool as hell in like just playing the game. Yeah, just storming Area 51 in your Iron Man suit. Exactly, screaming at the top of my lungs, firing repulsor rays at the sky. But uh, yeah, that's that's what I did today. How about you guys? Um, I was just gonna ask real quick though. Sorry, before <laughs> to destroy your trans your transition again. Mm-hmm. But um, do you get to fight any like Iron Man villains? Like is like Crimson Dynamo in there and stuff? You're or, like, fighting who's... someone named Ghost. I I haven't gotten to fight her yet. She's just hacked into my communications and laughed at me and sent oh. drones after me, which is a little annoying. But I think that's I, I... actually the like quote unquote villain in Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I think she's an Ant-Man and the Wasp, so that's who I'm fighting. I'm fighting Ghost. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have to ask Jacob about that when he's on, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I-, I messaged him that I downloaded, and I was like, oh, man, dude, when you come over again, we're going to play some uh, Iron Man. He was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Got to get tested so I can play Iron Man. <laughs> exactly, yeah, just, 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 just get tested, and we'll all hang out and have fun. I would like to do that. Yeah, <laughs> let's do, let's do that. That'd be really fun. Yeah, remember we did all, we all did that Star Wars VR, and I accidentally like bumped into you a bunch of times at the oh at the void. Yeah, I don't even remember who we were with. Cameron. Uh, and, was I think Cameron. Cameron. I thought was Connery Cameron? was there. It was me, you, Lily, and Cameron. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, was that it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Was fun. <laughs> yeah, and you kept on bumping into Lily, and she was like, "Stop it!" <laughs> I kept, yeah, I kept on because I was like lost all spatial awareness because it's like the void or whatever. Which I guess apparently they don't have the contractor or, or some licensing agreement anymore to do the Star Wars one. Oh, which is kind of a bummer. But they have a uh, horror one that they did during Halloween time. I went, I did that one no with my thank little. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I did that with my little cousin and. <laughs> He is like three foot nothing, and he's like I think it was seven. And I remember I took him there because I was like, "Oh, it, this is really fun! Like uh, we're gonna do the Star Wars one. We're just stormtroopers. We're gonna run around. We're gonna like, but we're secretly rebels, and we're gonna like save the day." Blah blah. We get there, and they're like, "Oh no, we don't have the Star Wars one anymore. We're just doing a horror one." And so like, I get down to his eye level, and I'm like, "We don't have to do this today. Like you are not chicken. Wait, how how you are- old is your cousin? He's like seven. Is oh it the same? God. Is it the same cousin that waterboarded Jacob? The exact same one. <laughs> well, of so course that's he wants why I was like, I think this thing. this overly violent child could take this. And so <laughs> Lily's making a face. <laughs> I'm gonna have to tell two stories now. But anyway, the the point <laughs> the point is, I get down to his eye level. And I'm like, you don't have to do this. 
I'm not going to think you're a lame person. Like, I, I think it's going to be kind of scary, too. So whatever you want to do, we'll do. Like, we can go see a movie instead. We can, like, just, like, shop around the mall, go to the video game store and pick something up for you. Like, whatever you want to do. And he looks at me, and he's like, I think I want to ride the ride. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's go. And so we get in, and <laughs> he no. seems to be having fun. And it's like the scary demons chasing you around, like, 18th century London. And, oh it, and we're just like, ah! And then we leave him like, did you have fun? He's like, yeah, yeah, I had fun. And, I'm, and really? I really think, yeah, I don't really think of anything of it. <laughs> and then, and then I learned, like, later, like, I think, like, literally months later when he's, like, gone back home. My mom's like, I was talking to my mom about it, and she was like, yeah, Greg had nightmares for, like, <laughs> months from that. So, oh, God. And I was like, what? He told me he had so much fun. And she was like, no. Great he was terrified. <laughs> that was a pretty terrible call on your, on your part. I guess so, yeah. I mean, I should have known a yes meant no, but... <laughs> But uh, maybe stay tuned for next week's episode to hear the the rest of that story. Oh, yeah. The, you, if you want to hear about the waterboarding of Jacob Padilla, yeah, stay tuned for next week. <laughs> I have to hear it from the man himself. <laughs> but, the uh, anniversary of that apparently was the other day. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> back to you guys. <laughs> Anyways, back to us. Ding, 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 ding. We watched Hamilton because I know you would want to talk about it. Yes. What would you guys think? Uh, Lily's making it, a face like she didn't like it. It was it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. So we only just fit. We watched half at Alyssa and Turin's house. Uh, past and future guests, Alyssa and Turin. And Turin. Uh, past future guests, Alyssa Wise and Turin O'Neill. So we were up <laughs> hanging out with them for a week or so and just watched a bunch of movies. And so we watched half of it there and we just finished the second half. Like basically at the intermission yeah. point finished the second half last night so like i haven't had a ton of time to really let it sink in and think about it more Mm. i listened to some of the songs more today and um overall i personally don't feel like it lives up to the hype and it could be yeah however i mean this was extremely well done i thought it was Mm. really well edited and everything I, I mean, apparently it was, like, shot over three days or three different performances or something. Yeah. And, like, I since I would have assumed, like, the way that it was edited, like, so seamlessly, like, oh, this has got to be one performance, right? Which, mm-hmm. of course, like, if you're thinking about it, like, no, that doesn't make, like, a lot of sense. But, mm-hmm. but I thought it was extremely well done. But, like, I don't – for how much this fucking musical is hyped up, <laughs> the prices of the tickets, the whole lottery mm-hmm. thing that happened – just the reputation of it, I, I literally expected it to be, like, one of the best musicals, if not the best musical that I've, like, <laughs> ever seen. I will say two things. I will say, the first thing, I feel like Hamilton has blown up to be, like, wicked proportions, where it's yeah. at the point where it's, it's so much deep now in the cultural zeitgeist that everyone's, everyone, like, anyone sees it, it's gonna be like, well, this isn't nearly what I was hoping for based on what everyone tells me. Right. And the second thing you said was, uh, shit hold on i think i I just, I just completely lost my train of thought like when i was gonna oh, no. say you, you mentioned uh shit nope i lost it i guess that's it i i, I guess that's it which i think it's just been ingrained okay. in the cultural zeitgeist so much and yeah. well, my uh I, I totally understand you for just being yeah. like not not living up to the hype i mean i think mm-hmm. it's un- oh i remember now it's so <laughs> rare for a broadway show to be actually good <laughs> i feel like is it really 
<laughs> yeah, no, but like, I, and I'm not going to disvalue your opinion at all. Like, I think, especially somebody who's like not deep into the world, somebody that someone like that should be able to access that world and be able to be like, yes, I like this, even though I've never seen anything like it before. But you are like, you like Chicago and like you dig into that well, real hard. That's the thing. The musicals that I do enjoy, I really love. And I mm-hmm. know every single song and all the words and like, but, uh, I mean, you can't not go into watching this without your expectations being super through the roof. Oh, yeah. I mean, unless you've been living under a rock, I guess, and you really, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure that, that obviously that interfered, but but I don't know. And I don't, and uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, like, just compared to literally every single other person in the cast, like, was better than him. <laughs> I felt like... <laughs> Lily hot take young. <laughs> Is <laughs> that not a popular opinion? I don't know. Like people are charmed by him. They love him. One of my favorite things is Lynn his Lynn when he gets really sick, he goes, If I could share his life for me. And I love his really sad crying voice. I think it's hysterical every time I'm like, oh, oh. like it's like right in the back of the throat. So do you as a musical theater person, you think that he's like really good they couldn't have picked picked a better no, person no for there that are role. there are a million more talented singers than him i think he has some like style to him and like substance in a way yeah. like i think he's charming yeah it, it's it's like I, I think he does have charm and that's the thing i think he's very mm-hmm. likable as a person in general and he exudes that even when mm-hmm. he's on stage and he, he has a presentable singing voice and decent acting i can agree with that however this entire Higher from start to finish, and I fully wasn't aware of this going in, but like the entire thing is back to back songs. So like, so yeah. he's singing the entire time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, to it's me, a that's the only thing that I remember from him is his not so great singing voice. But I mean, mm. I don't know. Can I kick I was, in? Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I got my notes. Uh. Well, first of all, just like in the very beginning. So we did see the first half at Alyssa Turns, and like her parents have uh like a really good sound system where like mm-hmm. there's like speakers behind the couches and stuff Ooh. and at first like the very beginning of the, the of hamilton i was just like really overwhelmed <laughs> by everything happening it just starts off like immediately and just yeah. like with a huge number i don't remember but like the first two songs yeah, how does really... a bastard orphan son of a whore and a scotsman <laughs> yeah that one but it's just like the first couple of songs are just like really it's like you're in this world i'm like holy shit like this is a lot and i was like really overwhelmed like I, uncomfortable to a point and then mm-hmm. and then it got to a point where it's like finally like really clicking in to it and i'm like wow i really like this um but then apparently nobody else liked it Ooh. at that point so i'm like okay i'll just sit here and then we got to intermission and then we finished the second half here and we don't have nearly as good of a sound system and it's mm-hmm. just like i feel like so that i'm just prefacing that as some sort of bias for not enjoying the second half as much but i did uh, but really... i agree with you oh sorry keep going i'm sorry i'm interrupting oh it's okay no i just i like the first half a lot more than the second half including the characters and everything but that's also that's also just part of like if you're gonna tell a whole story about Hamilton's life, like yeah, it's probably more interesting during the Revolutionary War and like I don't know, like I I liked uh, David Diggs's character, like the Frenchman in the in the first half mm-hmm. when he's playing Jefferson, it's just not as interesting to me as mm-hmm. well as Hercules, the guy who plays uh, Hercules Mulligan. Mm-hmm. I liked him a lot too. I like the cast a lot. I like the guy who plays George Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked all that, but yeah, the second. I feel like the second act too, just like the first couple songs, I'm just like, 
Like, I kind of, like, they're just, like, I don't know. It's just, like, the first half has a lot of really exciting songs and then the second it's it gets more and more dramatic which is you know how a story is told Mm -hmm. i don't know that much about musicals and broadway in general but it's just like of course it's going to get more dark and dramatic but Mm -hmm. it just wasn't as as fun to me but no i agree like the the first act to me is way stronger than the second act and that that's how i felt even watching the movie yeah the, the the show like recorded i was like yeah i definitely like the first act way more there are better songs in the first act the second act's definitely a little bit more dreary and just like oh wow this bummer thing happened oh wow that sucks again (laughs) and also in the second act i guess too it's like the reynolds papers so it's like it's like i don't really want to think about lin ran lin man lin Lin manuel miranda sorry i had a tongue twist uh (laughs) i don't want to really think about him like fucking like i just don't really want to think about that while i'm watching him fucking it's uh hamilton fucking (laughs) yeah but he's playing hamilton And he's he has got, a like, his and goatee, child. and I'm just like, ah, I don't know, like, I just don't make me think about this, but, uh, it's like, is that really, I don't know, I guess in the second act, too, it's like, something like the Reynolds Papers, it's like, is that really necessary as a story function, or is it just telling more exposition about, like, history? Well, it kind of, it's the thing that torpedoes his career. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, so it's kind of like that thing when he, especially when he airs that to everybody, it's a very conservative, like, 18th century america <laughs> it's, it's really it, weird he, that he writes a paper about it yeah he like damns his entire political career in order to like protect what's left of his honor yeah but um i like the king song a lot it has big legally blonde the musical energy <laughs> yes <laughs> uh i like the cool rotating floor mm-hmm. uh yeah overall the production design i think is like really good even though it's like one set i think it's like i don't know like Especially in the first act, like I think they do a lot to like change stuff up to make it interesting. Still, mm-hmm. um, did, in did the you background, guys have, a, have a favorite song. I'm I'm just really curious about that. I really liked. It would never be satisfied. Oh, satisfied! Uh, yep, that one's amazing. That was, that was really really good. That whole that whole song, the rewind. Whole <laughs> yeah, and um, actually, I really liked. Um, it must be nice. <laughs> oh yeah that one's good that's so interesting that, not that a lot of really people good. like that song at all really? why i really enjoyed it i don't know, i think a lot of people just find it boring i remember i was watching with my mom jose and grayson during fourth of july and they were all like oh i hate washington's on your side and i'm like really I'm like okay, it's so yeah. good it's it's very catchy it's like it must be nice <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know enough to like name any of the songs but basically there was more like classical musical song like backbeats and stuff than like i expected Mm. especially in the second act like i thought it'd be more like straight up Mm hip-hop so it's like this fusion of like broadway and modern music but then also that modern music style is now five years old you know (laughs) so it's just like waiting for that too and then it's just like i was thinking about if they ever made a movie of this i'm like i don't know like i feel like it's kind of has like already time capsule a little bit. Not that it's not good, but like mm-hmm. it's just very much like I think a lot of things would be different if they made this if you made this musical like in twenty twenty yeah, as opposed you'd to five years ago. Probably have to like, rewrite or rework some songs for sure. At least update like beats and rhythms, like cadences even. Yeah, but I guess overall I liked it. Um I really liked the first act, second act kinda like whatever. I like the cast in general and I feel like that's mm-hmm. really important. But I do also agree that Len Man Lin Manuel Miranda, sorry, is uh, I don't know. I just yeah, I liked his performance the least. <laughs> yeah, he he's okay. Like he definitely stand, and he didn't want to play 
Hamilton. Like that was like one of his main things making it. He was gonna cast uh, Leslie Od- Leslie Odom Jr. as as Hamilton, and he was gonna play Burr, so yeah. he wouldn't have nearly as much uh, time on stage. <laughs> he, I guess, did it, and then everyone was like, "Oh, you have to play like Hamilton. It has to be you. It, it has to be you." And he was really? like, "Okay, like I'll do it. I guess." And everybody like wants and expects me to be Hamilton. There's another thing about like I guess Broadway in general where it's like kind of behind a curtain as compared like it's behind a curtain to like the rest of popular culture Mm -hmm. so it's like the people that are behind that curtain have seen the things they're really excited about it and then everybody else like it builds that like it's like mystique like huh like Mystique, you know, like a oh, mystery. I thought you meant like, like what, what? What is it? Like, what's everyone? <laughs> no, like it's shapeshift and it's blue and naked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. But um, no, it's like I'm not. I'm not even really complaining about it. It's just like talking to a lot of people our age about it. Like, there's a lot of like chip on our sh- their shoulder about like just a lot of people being like, oh, it's like not nearly as good as I thought it'd be. Mm. And I think that's like I'm not saying that's good or bad. It's just interesting seeing that. And also like 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 actors like David Diggs, like he. Like, I don't know what he did before Hamilton, mm-hmm. but this seems like a big part for him. And then he went yeah. on to, like, be in other stuff, like blind spotting and, like, TV mm-hmm. shows and stuff. And it's, like, interesting seeing where these actors come from because it's, like, an untapped resource almost for most people. Like, not understanding, like, connecting the dots to where, like, these actors came from. Yeah. So, uh, it so it's, it does feel like it just came out of, like, a, like, came out of, like, a, what's the word? Like, a hyperbolic chamber? Is that the right term? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Like, they were, they were frozen in time, like, and See No Man came out five <laughs> years later, and yeah. uh, they said, don't they style Albano, and uh, <laughs> I don't know, and then so everyone's just like, it's, yeah, it's like they're frozen in time five years ago, and then now mm-hmm. we're all just catching up, so it takes a lot to process. But aside from that, just the musical is so dense, um, which is, I'm not complaining about either, it's just like, I think I need to watch it, like, five more times to, like, process anything. Me too, me too. Ooh, please do. I'm so. sure I'll like it more on second possibly third viewing but i again like i don't i it's definitely not like oh it's a terrible like it's it's not bad by any means Mm -hmm. it's just like you couldn't not get like i was saying you couldn't not go into this like without super high expectations and i was just Mm kind of like really (laughs) like what i'm sorry connery i'm sorry (laughs) if if i'm offended i didn't make it (laughs) (laughs) yes you did yeah, um, I, I inserted it into Lin Manuel's head, but may, maybe someday now that we're like watching musical theater, TV shows, like there's a movie made of my, one of my favorite musicals ever, probably top five for me, and it's Camelot, and it's three hours long, but <laughs> I love it a lot. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk Camelot and uh, Spamalot, Excalibur, and Spamalot. the uh, John Borman film. Ooh, yay! Because <laughs> I think I've been trying to get you to watch that too, and it's really I, weird. I did watch that with you. Oh, you- you did watch it? I think so. Hmm. Not with me. Maybe. There was something with like a dragon. Was that like Dragon Slayer? It was oh, Dragon Slayer. Oh, yeah, that Slayer. was Dragon Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess it's the best way to wrap all that up in my own summary is that it was really overwhelming at first. And then I got into the groove. And it's just like not what a lot of people are expecting that have not listened to Hamilton even, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just, I think it'll just take an adjustment period and more people will like Hamilton. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, other than that, before we'll just, (laughs) I guess, try to zoom through this real quick before we talk about pirates, but we also played Man of Badan, which I know you uh, have played does well, Connery. Yay. I was, I was texting Connery about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like, we're playing Man of Magenta. I was like, oh, I'm so jealous. I wish I was there for that. <laughs> we 
was it was really fun. Um, I'm like really excited for the new one. That's yeah, a little hope. I think it's a yeah. There's no like release date for it yet. October. I think, oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited for that. I I definitely want to play um until dawn. Now. Yeah, you dig that. Like it, I know that we like played some of it, but like yeah, yeah. All of those games are made by the same people, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For anybody that doesn't know, like Man of a Dan, it's it's like uh you can play on your own or you can play with like five or six people because you all control mm-hmm. a different character, and it's almost like I mean not really like a Scooby Doo mystery, but that's how it feels <laughs> to me. Where it's like you have to, but it's like Final Destination at the same time. Yeah. It's basically like a horror game, and you choose your own actions and stuff. But yeah. this one was on a ghost ship. You want to elaborate, <laughs> Lily? What you liked about it? Yeah, I mean it was really fun. Um, it did get to be kind of like, I mean, supposedly are, there are so many different outcomes that mm-hmm. can happen that like, I think it can either be super exciting or, or kind of like, ah. like we, ours was mostly kind of mm, like mm. after a while and then with exciting moments like here and there, <laughs> but it's because we only lost, we un- only ended up losing one out of, what is it? Six characters? Current's character. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like. I don't know if that's how easy or hard it is to like for people in your group to get killed off. But I think because we had only one death out of like six people or something, like maybe mm-hmm. that's why it was, it was still super fun though. Like it sounds like you guys did a really good job. Cause when I played until Dom Apparently. for the first time, I lost like everybody, like <laughs> I, everybody <laughs> except for Claire. What's her name? Um, what's what's her name? the one who plays claire in heroes the, the blonde lady anyway i lost everybody except for her and they all died and i thought that was how it was supposed to be and then i we learned totally like no we we're gonna lose everyone <laughs> yeah they're like yeah. no everyone can live and i was like well fuck all right great <laughs> <laughs> i uh my what i played the younger brother and then also without getting like like it's i guess it's hard to spoil this game even because all the it's been out for a while but um the other guy I played was Sean Ashmore's character, who's just like kind of a douche, <laughs> yeah, uh, the brother of one of the characters too. But um, yeah, it's like I the way because you know how I like to kind of like break games a little, Connery. Mm-hmm. Like I basically I almost like uh, I guess it's not LARPing because it's not live action, but I basically <laughs> role played as that character. I'm like, this guy seems kind of a douche, so I'm gonna be like as aggressive as possible and make stupid decisions <laughs> up to a certain point where I think I can still get away with it. Yeah, and that actually ended up being like a good decision because my nice. guy never died. <laughs> the only time I messed up is like I accidentally hit a window at the wrong time, but everything else, I'm like, man, I sh- totally should have died a few times. But like we said a minute ago, the only person that died was Turin, and uh, we all got mad at him. <laughs> it's tough because you're thinking like you have to balance like what would this character choose mm-hmm. as a response or like an action or whatever. And versus, like, I think, I don't know, because you're assuming that they're trying to do that to, like, throw you off, like, Mm -hmm. choosing, like, the obvious choices for, like, what your character's personality is. But, like, Mm -hmm. we mostly did that, and it ended up, like, going really well for (laughs) us. And uh, But, yeah, it's fun. It's way more of, um, what was I saying? It's it's so much less of a video game and so much more of a choose-your-own-adventure movie. Mm-hmm. kind of thing which i'm so down for more of those i don't i don't know much about just the general video game world <laughs> that makes me sound so old <laughs> but uh you but you if, there, if there's a lot you just didn't grow up playing games 
Yeah. I, I did, but not, but just like, just like nowadays, a very select few. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so I don't read about them or any, like, I, I don't know the newest stuff typically, but like, mm. if there's other, if there are any other, like, if there are games out there that are like cinematic like that, where it's more of a movie and you're just kind of like making decisions throughout, mm. like, I'm so down for that. Like, yeah, there's actually a couple, uh, FMV games slowly that I want to like try out on Switch when they go on sale. It's Are like, you talking about uh, Telling Lies? Uh, I think that's one of them, and there's one that's like a Russian game too. But uh, it's basically like they filmed like a film. They like shot something basically mm. with like real actors, and then you. But it's like still a game. Mm-hmm. So they shot it to be a game. So that they shot different scenarios, kind of like a choose your own adventure. It's just kind of like Man of Medan, but like with real people. So some That's of them, cool. some of them are probably crappy, but yeah, it's, it's probably like probably it's like Manamadan real people meets. Uh, do you remember that cell phone game we played at my place for a little bit? Where oh, yeah, uh, and then I got it, and I yeah 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 I forgot about that. I stopped playing because I got tired of reading so because the whole thing is reading. <laughs> it's just text exactly. But it was cool. But it's cool. I yeah, I like that game. What's it called hmm? again? Uh, it was a weird name. Encryption? I don't know. Oh no. <laughs> Whatever, I'll, I'll find out yeah, after this. Well, <laughs> so, yeah, that's Hamilton, which is on Disney Plus now, as I'm sure the whole world knows. And <laughs> Man of a Dan, which you can get for PS4, Xbox, whatever the hell Xbox is out now, and for <laughs> Windows, I think. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we get into the movie? No. Um, Might as no. well dive into it. Just you wait. Dive into the Caribbean Sea. Da, not, da, not the Caribbean Sea. Did you uh? Keep going, keep going. Two more hours. I can do this all day. Um, did you prepare for this movie in any way, Connery? Did I prepare? Well, I drank all my old fashions, so I guess I'm prepared now more than ever to. Try. I think maybe two more of these in me. I'd be Jack Sparrow, but yeah. Well, we got Islands because we hadn't had that in months. Very specifically, Lucky. went ordered and picked up Islands. <laughs> over islands. by the, over by the Glendale Galleria. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, that's not where we live though. <laughs> yeah, you live inside the Glendale Galleria. Wink, wink. Yeah, at the void. <laughs> Um, and then Lily got a bunch of rum to make Mai Tais, and they were really delicious, and it was the perfect uh, accoutrements. That's probably not how you pronounce that. <laughs> it, was the perfect, it was the perfect crudité to uh, go with Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. <laughs> Remember when we all got really drunk that one time and like tried to find an island like, desperately, and we just couldn't oh, find one anywhere? Yeah, because I think Where were we? somebody sent us somewhere completely. It, we're oh, at Garden oh, Walk. Oh, no, no. No, we went to uh, Trader Sam's right. at Downtown Disney in Anaheim. And right. uh, This is when we went to see Crystal Eric. Castles, isn't it? Or not Crystal Castles, Alice Glass. No, that was a different day. But we all we all met at uh, Trader Sam's in Downtown mm-hmm. Disney. And I remember it was like really busy because of course mm-hmm. we showed up on Dapper Day. Right. And <laughs> so Trader Sam's was like really busy. And BlizzCon. And we had to wait a long time for <laughs> drinks. And we were like, should we just go and find an island's? <laughs> <laughs> and and they're like, for whatever reason, you'd think that there would be a lot of islands like in the like Anaheim area because I don't know. It's a pretty popular there, chain. There was like no islands close. Uh, but yeah, that's how we prepared. 
Uh, Islands rules. Mai Tai's rule. Pirates of the Caribbean. Curse of the Black Pearl. I miss their French fries. Yeah. They're great. And we they ordered... didn't give us enough of them. Yeah, only complaint. They, get... they didn't give us enough French fries, but... So it goes. <laughs> so it goes. When's the last time you saw this movie, Connery? Oof. That's a good question. I Watching it, I was like, I feel like I've seen this movie so many times, but... Right. Uh, I think, actually, the literal last time I saw this movie was probably, like, maybe 2010? 2012, maybe? Me too. Maybe? I realized that. I had no idea, like, how, like... Same. It wasn't until we, like, got, like, halfway into it, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I legit... I thought it was maybe a few years or something. Mm-hmm. But I was like, dude, I think it's more like 10 years almost since the last time I saw this. Yeah. Like, it was a while for me, and I was like... So I was finally seeing it and watching it, I was like, yeah, cool. This is actually, it's actually, it's a, it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to every once in a while see a blockbuster film that's like actually good. <laughs> <laughs> and not have like too many qualms with it. It's like, yeah, I like 90% of this movie. Like, mm-hmm. that's great. Like, that's a really high bar for a blockbuster. But yeah. Um, yeah, did you want to just get into the. For sure. Kick it off. So a ship comes out of the fog and we meet young elizabeth swan and mr gibbs who is not thrilled to have a child nonetheless a woman on board yeah she is singing a pirate song as well within like one minute he's like he both says bad luck to be singing about pirates and he's also like bad luck to have a woman on board it's just like all right mr gibbs like calm down a little bit (laughs) we then find a little boy in the water and we learn this is young will turner (laughs) they they bring him aboard and then they see this big destroyed vessel um, Elizabeth's put in charge of looking after little Will. She finds a creepy Aztec gold medallion around his neck and he learns he's a pirate. And right after her dad's like, oh, we fucking kill pirates. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, okay, no. So she, she like takes the necklace and hides it. Right. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, she sees the black pearl in the distance and then wakes up from like this memory dream to like quote unquote present day of the movie mm-hmm. when she's like, 18 or something but yeah i think this intro scene huh i was like 1776 port royal pardon me are you will turner sir (laughs) yeah he does do that a lot he just says sir after like another uh i thought this intro scene was like pretty great because it sets up like pirates and like what everyone how everyone feels about pirates or it's like Mm -hmm. it sounds like they're almost extinct yeah because it's like they're kind of mythic the way they um, talk about pirates, like Gibbs talks about pirates. Because They're like I extinct, think... but not extinct. Because I feel like that permeates this entire series. Like pirates are always on the verge of extinction throughout this entire series. The genre was certainly extinct before <laughs> oh, this revived shit. it. I mean, it's true. And yeah. that's yeah. why, like, that's, that's why this movie, like, is by far the best out of all the other ones in the franchise. Is because, like, I mean, what? What was the last pirate movie? Like, like big uh, pirate movie. Yeah. Like, before this, like, what, the 80s or something? I don't think there's really, like, like a Zorro? big one. <laughs> Zorro? He's not I don't a pirate. That doesn't even count. Yeah. But it just kind of shows you, like, they, they had to be sort of cautious. Like, it could be a giant flop because this was, like, a dead genre for so long. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of like you can tell that they cared more about like okay let's just focus on making an actual good film with good characters and like good writing and like Mm -hmm. they cared about that first over 
you know, all, all the absurd, spectacled, ridiculous, over-the-top stunts. Jack Sparrow yeah. stealing a bank. Yeah, that kind of dominate. A literal whole building. <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of dominate the, uh, the four films uh, after this. Because it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this was a massive hit. Here's all the money. <laughs> and uh, and it's kind of a bummer, like, watching it. I was like, oh, man, this is, like, just so incomparably, like, better compared to the rest of them. And it's, like, it's the, it's the only one that's an actual that feels like a legitimately good film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not just a good movie in the Pirates like franchise. Carnival. Yeah, it's just a good yeah. movie. A good standalone, like, <clears throat> really good film. Mm-hmm. Even looks so much better, like than yep. than the others. Just the just color palette wise, it's a lot more muted than like the sequels. And part of that is like Gore Verbinski, the director, wanted it to feel kind of historical and not complete fantasy. It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I wish there was a little bit more color, just because I'm probably used to like the other ones and like it being fantastical. But this feels like weirdly grounded for also being based on a theme park ride. Yeah. Right? yeah. But um, yeah, just basically the, the first scene, I like the metatextuality of them talking about like pirates in the mythic way. Cause it kind of like, it's like, Oh, like this isn't just like a new movie. This isn't just a new franchise. This is a whole new genre, like not mm-hmm. new genre, but this is a genre that we're actually going to make work. They're revitalizing it. And that's really part of why I like, the Pirates franchise as a whole, even though like I like some of them just aren't that good to most people. I just love a good pirate movie. <laughs> like there's just not a lot of movies in that genre. But uh, maybe I'm getting a little ahead of myself. We can keep talking about sure. what happens next. So Elizabeth wakes up. I have older Elizabeth written down my notes, but she's like a young woman of twenty something. So twenty yeah. something Elizabeth wakes up or from she's her. She's like nineteen or something, right? Yeah, something probably. She's probably there. like seventeen when she played this. Really? Yeah, she's Ke- pretty young. Kira yeah. Knightley's Holy still moly. like really young. She's like thirty three or something, and she's been Shit. around for like twenty years. What was it? Uh, so she wakes up and she still has the coin. She goes to her drawer and she has this coin in like as like a necklace form that Will used to have. And uh, then her dad knocks on the door. He's, he's like, oh, hello, honey. And he like comes in. He's yeah. like, I got you a present. <laughs> love him. You love yeah. to see it. <laughs> Jonathan Price. Yeah, yes, Jonathan, Jonathan Price, Price, who like in the first scene, he has a black wig. And now that he's older, he has a gray wig. And it's <laughs> funny because it's like, yeah, he's a little older looking, I guess. But it's mostly just his wig color. It's like, mm. oh, he's older now. It's like, that's not even real hair. <laughs> like, why is this? It's just funny. So... He comes in. It's this beautiful new dress for Natalie Portman, and she puts it Natalie on, and Portman? she's like, "Oh, the corset's like really tight." He's like, "Oh, it's the all oh, the rage in London." Kira oh. Knightley. Kira Knightley. Sorry, <laughs> there this I'm is dead. Not the Phantom Menace. Not the Phantom Menace, which I also looks similar. But anyway, Kira Knightley dons this, and she Kira Knightley like, of the Nutcracker and the Four Realms fame. Ooh, when are we gonna watch that? Love Actually fame. Love Actually fame. Bend it like Beckham fame? Is that her? Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice. Uh, I'm all out. Anna Karenina. <laughs> Anna Karenina. There we go. You're winning. Uh, what, what was that one game we played with, like, Jacob on that ride to um the Poppy Fields that one time where, like, you and Jacob would just dominate? It was, like, name an actor game or whatever. I don't remember. Was it one where we'd, like, attach a name to a different thing? 
Yeah, it was it was like I'd say a movie and then you'd say an actor from it. Then the actor would have to be oh. put in another movie that that same actor was in. Yeah, I think Jacob and I did wreck at that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys destroyed it. Would always just be you two at the end. We're just playing with like some friends that like aren't like horrible film people that like know way too much and have actual lives and just like uh i need to like throttle this down a little bit and not be as annoying but anyway uh he really wants her to wear this dress to comp to currently captain norrington's uh commodore ceremony he's like oh he fancies you and if you you'll catch his eye in this for sure yeah the commodore who uh what's his name again Norrington. Norrington. Oh, no, the actor, the actor's name? No, it's just a character name. Uh, Norrington, yeah, like, he's an adult in the first scene, and she's, like, 12. Yeah. <laughs> and he's still an, an old man. Yeah, and now he's, like, going to marry her. Not and, creepy at all. And his no. wig is also <laughs> grayer. <laughs> a slightly more off-white than it was. Yeah. So, um, Will Turner stops by, and he's there to bring a sword that he made to... The governor, who is also a, what's her name, a Elizabeth's dad, and he examines. He's like, "Oh wow, this is amazing! You made this." And he's like, "Yes, sir. I make all my swords." <laughs> and yeah, it goes well. Kira Knightley walks up to him, and she's like, "Oh, William, how are you?" And it's they have a little reunion. It's obvious they have a thing for each other, but Will's too much of a baby to really act on it because he's a lowly blacksmith, and she is the governor's daughter. <laughs> Yeah, everyone in this movie, I guess I just haven't seen it in a long time. Maybe I have, like, a different perspective from seeing the Hobbit movies, but, like, <laughs> everyone looks, like, like really thin and young in this. And I don't mean mm-hmm. thin in, like, the typical, like, traditional Hollywood way where it's, like, everyone's got to be really skinny. It's more so just, like, emaciated. I don't know. Like, uh, not even emaciated, but just like, uh, they're just more youthful because they're yeah. younger. Yeah, like, I guess I saw this as, like, a really young kid. Like, I was 10, I think, when this movie came out. Mm. And just seeing, uh, why am I spacing on Orlando Bloom in this movie. It's like, he's an adult. And now I'm like, wow, he's really young. It's like, you get. <laughs> I think he was like 27. Or he no, was our no, age. Okay, I was, I, was like, I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, he was 10. Actually, let me look that up. I'm just bad at, like, basic math. But I remember looking this up last night because I was like, yeah, he's so young looking. But it's like him and uh, Johnny Depp, too. Like, they both just, like, like really, like, thin in these movies and it's just like as it gets maybe later on fit in the is the right thin. term like fit not thin just fit and more youthful than when you're what you're used to seeing them as i guess yeah but it's like i don't know that just happens in franchises the same character throughout it's just like you don't notice it until you see the first one again yeah and i don't mean that in a disparaging way it's just like oh yeah people get older I they got know. older um, enter Jack Sparrow, who is on a sinking boat that is completely sunken by the time he reaches the pier in style. And then he robs the portmaster, which I thought was fun. The most iconic character introduction. Yes. It I really, it's, it sums up so much of like his character so well, just in that moment of like, mm-hmm. he's got his head held high and he's, uh, arriving on, uh, the dock and, <laughs> while his ship is sinking. <laughs> and it's like, yep, that's that character. That sums it up pretty well. Mm-hmm. Like he is constantly on a sinking ship, but he will like pretend like he has it all <laughs> yeah. together. And he's fine. Yeah, he's he just Captain improvises. Jack Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's As kind of... constantly remind you. Yep. It's like something that'd be in like the Academy, like 
during the Academy Awards or something, it's just like showing like great intro scenes of characters. Just like, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it really is iconic. Like AFI's best character introductions or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> it really is like one for the history books, I think. I'd agree. Like, Lily, you're right. It's it's so iconic, and it, it just, like, establishes everything about who he is. Just right off the get-go, you know. Yeah, all within, you know, under, like, a minute. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of already have such a good sense of no his words. character and what he's about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No words, all action. Like, yeah. I love that when you don't need to explain anything, and it's just conveyed visually. <laughs> That's always great. And the I just have to say, like, tell. on that note, like, it's... This is the one pirates like movie of the pirates franchise where jack is more of a character than a character <laughs> because literally starting movie 2 he just kind of becomes a caricature of himself mm-hmm. and they just like push it more and more with every movie like how zany <laughs> how much more zany can we get him and how many more ridiculous like yeah. stunts can we like put him in and like he I becomes a theme park ride. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fully. fully. <laughs> he is and it's such a bummer because he's such a cool character. Like he really is, but it's only only in this movie, I would I would say. Like Yeah, and like I love him in all these movies. Like I know he's most still people really don't, but like yeah, like spoilers for the fifth one, he does steal a bank, like an entire <laughs> bank, and I love it. Because he also just seems like he's not trying at all at the same Spoiler time. Spoiler alert for the fifth one. Johnny Depp was just drunk all the time on set. <laughs> <laughs> showing up <laughs> eight hours late. And you can tell. <laughs> it seems that way. Don't sue us, Johnny Depp, please. <laughs> you can't sue us if it's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> and he's not included in the f- any future pirate movies right like he's not he's yeah not i guess be he's dumb i think so we'll see what happens i uh Which, yeah for a lot of reasons is the right choice <laughs> yeah, i'd like, love to see him pop up again but i also don't know what's going on yet it's just his character what it became just leaves such a bad i mean for me left such a bad taste in my mouth by the end of it it's just like i'm so done with this mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. i yeah, I don't know how you feel about it, Connor. I guess we still have to watch these movies again, but I agree, and I think most people think that way, but I also just, I like seeing him just slightly more and more washed up every movie. <laughs> like, I just, you just see this guy travel through all these years, and, like, he's still, like, trying to have a good time, but he's just obviously, like, he needs to chill out, you know? He needs I'd to, like to stop for a bit. I'd like to pitch that, where, like, he just stops. We don't see him for, like, four movies. And then in the fifth one, Pirates, like, 12 or whatever, <laughs> he shows up. He's old, and he's the bad guy. And it's, like, Jack Sparrow's luck working against everyone in the party. Like, <laughs> so. he basically just comes back, like, as, like, Keith Richards does. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the yeah. third one, and it's, like... <laughs> I would love that, yeah. Yeah, like, he just really comes back, and he's just, like, and... horrifying threat. Because, like, he's so <laughs> lucky and just, like, stumbles upon, like, his whole thing is dumb luck, I feel like. And just have dumb luck work against, like, a group of heroes that are trying to stop him from doing something would be hysterical. And would be like, what a bumbling idiot bad guy, but why is he such a huge threat? I guess we'll have to see how well uh, this the sixth install, or reboot. Of... It's a reboot? I don't oh, know. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So what, what is Margot Robbie Margot doing? Robbie? Like, well, what is that? I think so. There's going to be a sixth one. I feel like we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but yeah. Yeah. there will be a sixth one written by our pal Craig Mazin, writer and director of superhero movie *Andrew Noble*. Um, 
so I, it sounds like it'll be good like yeah. that sounds good uh margot robbie's gonna be in it. it's like who else would be like a lead pirate person like that sounds pretty good yeah. i don't know yeah, i told tight. tyler when he read this was like what a week or a couple weeks ago that they announced this and i was instantly like yeah you know what if they were like okay we're gonna reboot the pirates franchise but we're gonna have a female main character like mm-hmm. or, or a jack sparrow equivalent but it's she's female female I couldn't pick a better actress to put like butts in seats more than Margot Robbie for that mm-hmm. role. Yeah. I think she, it'd be she really knows good, how to bring honestly. that style. Like Harley Quinn kind of oozes that whole Jack yeah. Sparrow vibe. I think putting that her yeah. as a swashbuckler is an, as a perfect choice. Yeah. And like I've seen it reported as a reboot, but I feel like it could just be like a side thing in its own series. Cause like the whole thing with pirates, like there's not really, they try to make it more of a thing. Like the Turners, like as we go through these, like they try to make it more of like, an epic almost chosen one type thing but mm-hmm. what's so great about pirates in general like not not even just like pirates of the caribbean but it's just like you could just tell a different pirate story and it's really cool like mm-hmm. you don't need to be tied down to anything and that's something that is not really focused on too much at all in this first movie which is great it doesn't really feel like it's like oh there's a sequel that's about to happen you know right because it didn't know if it was gonna if it was gonna be any kind of hit or a bomb <laughs> like yeah so whereas nowadays they literally start setting up the sequels to movies that haven't come out yet. And yeah. like, you know, and I think that they suffer a lot of the time yeah, as a result of that. We're definitely getting too far ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was just... going to say, it's like, a, I like Margot Robbie in that, and in, in, as like a lead, almost as much as like my whole pitch for the redhead when they're like, we want the redhead at, at the pirate ride. I, I like that she's a captain now. I think that's really tight. But I kind of was like, let's make a movie. I, I want her to be in the movie. Like, let's make her that that movie, that one. I feel like I'm, I'm going to, like, jump on this again. But I'm excited to talk about Old Guard when Jacob's recording with us tomorrow. for Tomorrow for us, next week for everybody else. But I have another fun pitch for that. But anywho, <laughs> Greg Rooka, if you're listening to that episode, please do that one. But... Anywho, uh, um, at the ceremony, Elizabeth is having a tough time breathing in her corset. Uh, Jack is bothered by two redcoats. We learn about the Black Pearl as the fastest ship in the sea, and that it lives somewhere between legend and reality to the general man. Uh, Jack boards the Interceptor, like the English's fastest ship on hand. Yeah, while they're distracted talking to each other about whether the Black Pearl's real or not, he just exactly. sneaks on the boat and is just like <laughs> sitting, standing by the wheel, like as if he's going to steal the whole boat. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what? So he continues to confuse them, and then we cut back to the ceremony where Norrington confesses his love for Elizabeth, and this is after he's been made Carmen Commodore, and he's like, I think we should marry, and she literally is like, I can't breathe, and like falls off the edge of this like castle wall and into the ocean, and right and next they, to- they, Oh, sorry. They, oh, one of my it. favorite lines, they cut to uh, um, Jack and the two soldiers on the boat. And you see her falling into the ocean in the background, mm-hmm. and you just hear him say, "And then they made me their chief." <laughs> and she falls into the water. <laughs> yeah, like in the background. So it's like I don't know if they comped in that shot or if it's just really good timing, like planning. Yeah. But she just falls into the water behind him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so then he sees and he's like, "Are you two gonna save her?" And they're like, "I don't know how to swim." And he says, "Oh, fine, I'll do it." So he goes yeah. in some British Navy or something, or the King's Navy. Like, yeah, pride of the pride of the King's Navy, you are. <laughs> yeah. Pride of the King's Navy, you are. And then he swan dives into the water. Swan dives. Oh. He sparrow dives. Oh. 
She swan dove too. She I think she just fell in the water. But yeah, that's a swan dive. <laughs> it's a swan dive. Her last name is Swan. Um, he sees the, or I think he he rips open her corset to like make her breathe again, and then he sees the Aztec gold necklace around her neck, and he's like, oh. "Where did you get that?" <laughs> yeah, and also when he rips over her corset, the guards are like, "I never would have thought of that." And then he's just yeah. like, "Clearly, never been to Singapore," and you're just like. <laughs> What? <laughs> like, well, what is this mean? You rip women's corsets off. But yeah, it's like he does this a few times in the movie, where but it's really like great for him because I was confused, and then Lily, you you said something like, I mean, there could be like a specific. I don't know. I I just think more than anything, like that kind of line is like it's a it's supposed to not really make sense. Like mm. that's just a Jack Sparrow quip. Yeah, it's like it could be a real story, or he could just be pulling it out of his ass. And either way, mm. you still kind of believe him. Yeah, was it? There's a there's a moment I really like because while the Aztec gold is underwater, it makes like a shock wave that like goes out like as soon as it touches the sea to like call forth the the black pearl and the captains and Barbosa to be like, hey, I'm I'm still here. Like here's here's where everything's gonna go down, which I thought was cool. I'm like, oh, I like I didn't I didn't remember that just like, going boom out like that. Like that's tight. And yeah, uh, sure. let's see. Yeah, Jack takes the corfits off her. Norrington and his men show up and they're like, oh hey, you're jack sparrow and you're also under arrest for being a pirate <laughs> you are the worst pirate i've ever heard of but you, you have, have heard of me, heard of me. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> yeah. so elizabeth the first is like but he saved my life and then norwich is like one good deed does not say does not what's called sa- save the life of a guilty man blah 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 something like that and uh yeah and then her dad and- is straight up like hang him yeah, <laughs> kill him things have great. to be done and then jack escapes and like goes down like a a rope and everything and yeah he takes elizabeth hostage yeah. he's literally like haha got you escape is a lot of fun and it makes me i need to go back and see like the og like um uh wow i just had it robin hood like with like mm. uh errol flynn and everything like because I feel mm-hmm. like I would like those. Like, I just like a good, like, swashbuckler movie. And mm-hmm. for some reason, there's something about these in particular. Like, we just watched Man in the Iron Mask again. And it's like, nice. yeah, that was fun. But there's just something about swashbuckling while on boats and near the ocean <laughs> that I like a lot, even more than if they're just swordsmen. Yeah. So, that's whatever. <laughs> I guess this is just a tangent, but... I'm trying to remember Count of Monte Cristo. I remember them being by the ocean, maybe staring dramatically well, at favorite it. favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of monte cristo yeah i feel like i like that movie better than iron man and iron mask i might have to do because they're by the ocean i don't know i just <laughs> i just like that a lot i have to say on the note of a jack's escape here um i very much remembered watching i'm pretty sure i saw this in theaters when it came out um i know i definitely saw all the sequels in theaters after but um mm-hmm. i for sure whether it was in theaters or at home whatever the first time i watched this and i remember when he's escaping, and that's the first time that we hear the theme of and I totally remember like seeing that for the first time and him running around and like <laughs> swinging on ropes and the whole thing. Um, I just remember the feeling of like this is gonna be something special, yeah. like, and I just got like I was already excited and into the movie but it was like ooh, like that was like the first kind of big uh action sequence yeah. that happens and they're shooting mm-hmm. at him and and yeah because i hadn't seen it for like almost 
a decade or yeah. something, I like had that same feeling of like, ooh, I it, love this movie. It fits really well with the action and the editing and the blocking and every, and like the lighting. It all comes together with the music and the music's really good in itself. But kind of like we we're talking about Back to the Future, where I don't know, like I feel like some scenes in the sequels of that, at least, like the music is doing a lot of legwork mm-hmm. to make it exciting at points but like this like every single element of the filmmaking works together to just make it really exciting yeah the music complements the action mm-hmm. so good i hadn't mm-hmm. listened to the the score like for this first one and like i used to just like listen to it all the time back when we had like ipods you know <laughs> i remember <laughs> and I would, that. like listen to that score constantly <laughs> just walking to school listening to pirates <laughs> running through the nano. streets what is it called? Is it called the iPod Your nano, nano? And then you shuffle it, and up comes MCR, and then you shuffle again, and up comes... More MCR. Green Day or something. Linkin Park. Yeah. Linkin Park. Tired of being what you want me to be. They it should... was just that and, like, and movie scores. Like, that's all I listened to. Nice. Hans Zimmer movie scores. Yeah. <laughs> Next to Nancy Myers. Um, but yeah, I think at this point, Connery, they, he's... Yeah, Jack's still escaping, and he ends up in the blacksmith's Mm -hmm. place where Will is, right? Yeah, he frees himself with his handcuffs with a hammer, and then Will comes in, and he's like, who the hell are you? And and I think he he knows he's Jack Sparrow. He knows everyone's looking for him for some reason. I'm just kind of taking it for granted that it's a small town, so news travels fast. I think he just can tell that he's a pirate. Like, it's obvious. Yeah, and but the, is, he also says the line, like, everyone's looking for you. you oh, you're the one who okay. hurt Elizabeth. And this is, like, the first time Will's ever seen a pirate, it seems. Like, he mm-hmm. knows the idea of a pirate, and it's like, you're a pirate, and, like, really generalizes Jack. If anybody is a pirate and has the look of a pirate, it's Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, if he said, no, I'm not, I'd be like, are, are you sure? Because you are dressed exactly <laughs> like <Yeah>. a pirate. <laughs> So they have a really cool fight around the blacksmith workshop, and I like that scene a whole lot. I like yeah, when Will takes really out good. like the half forged sword, and it's all like on fire, and like swords fights him with that. It's really yeah. cool. I think this is also one of the other like really good tracks um, on the with the music that's like. Mm, it's very playful, Wait, right? <laughs> what? Maybe, maybe that's the tequila. Yeah. Clearly, I love yeah. the soundtrack. Also, mm-hmm. the, the lighting is really cinematic and like blows out through the roof, so it's like really it feels natural enough too at the mm-hmm. same time. So it doesn't feel completely like it feels totally motivated, but it's really cinematic and the blocking of the fight is really good. Where they're mm-hmm. on that wagon that keeps yeah. balancing back and forth. Yeah, that's great. And then all the other like future fight scenes and like stunts in the following movies are just that times ten thousand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he has to be like on a giant wheel fighting an octopus or something I mean, every time. Everything pretty much looks practical, like in mm-hmm. this in this sequence. Yeah, you can tell like when they're using the stunt doubles and them just like sword fighting yeah. balancing on that thing. It's really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, uh, um oh sorry, go ahead, Tyler. Oh, sorry. I'm just talking a lot, but no man. Jack's like, "Who makes these swords?" I do. I do. <laughs> I practice them with them three days or three I hours know. a day. Three I hours a day. Up. <laughs> yeah. You need to find yourself a girl, mate. Yeah, and I'm like, is that an implication that uh, Will just like wax off three hours a day? <laughs> is that like a metaphor? <laughs> I think it's like he's 
he's so much tension in him that he is like forging swords like when he could be spending his time like yeah. wooing a girl he's like i think you need something to take your mind off this it's yeah this so basically is what he's doing he's intensely forging phallic symbols all day <laughs> He needs to have a girlfriend or, like, just go talk to women in general. You can just tell that he's one of those guys who's just, like, he saw Elizabeth when he was, like, 10 or 12 or whatever. And and Mm. he was like, okay, that's the only person that I'll ever want to be with. And just Mm -hmm. ignores all other women. (laughs) Yeah, there's probably some tavern wench that's been like, I fancy you, Will Turner. And he's like, there's only one love for me, miss. And and she lives in a big house on the hill, she does. Uh, I'm going like, oh, I'm getting married in the morning. <laughs> what is that? That's uh, My Fair Lady. <laughs> oh, nice. It's not a... <laughs> Sorry, I lost it. Hamilton? <laughs> uh, Sweeney Todd. There we go. Oh, I was Sweeney trying to tie Todd. it in, but I just <laughs> no, failed. That would have worked. That's good. <laughs> All right. So... <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> All right, bye. We're done. <laughs> so... Will is about to win the fight with Jack, but uh, no, actually, um, what happens? Jack I think Will quote unquote cheats. Yeah, yeah, he cheats and he knocks Will out. Yeah, he like uh, sprays. I think it's like sawdust in his mm-hmm. face, and then he kicks his sword out of his hand. Right, and he has him at sword point, and then the blacksmith wakes up and knocks Jack out. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he gets all the credit for yeah. when, uh, when the army when comes and in. And he's like, "Excellent yeah. work, blacksmith," and he's like, "I was doing, doing my, my part." Duty, sir. I Sorry, that, I can quote this whole one. I think this is <laughs> no, where yeah, Jack has the pistol aimed at him. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's like gonna win the duel or whatever, and then Jack's like, "This shot is not meant for you." And then yeah, the bar. Bartender, the uh, blacksmith smacks him in the head with the glass. I bottle. literally almost wrote down bartender in my yeah. thing because he's just drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a classic ride moment with uh, yes. the dog and the prisoners calling out to the dog, and Jack's locked up in, in a cell because, of course, he is by now. Um, yeah, it's Eliz- fu- yeah, it's, fu- it's fine. It's cute. Uh, Elizabeth back in her home. It's nighttime. She's all tucked into bed. Her maid's in the room and. Elizabeth is meh about marrying Norian Turner. Maid's like, it's a good match, miss. A really good one. But what about that Will Turner? And then Elizabeth's like, how fucking dare you speak to me like this? Get out. <laughs> Wait, who is talking to her? Her maid. Oh, I just, yeah, her, her, uh, the people that work for her are really funny in different ways like that. <laughs> and then. I guess I'll just say it now. Later on, when the pirates attack, like the butler opens the door and just gets fucking killed, like <laughs> yeah, shot in the face. Yeah. Like, dude, don't open that door. Don't do it. And she's like, don't do it. There's definitely something bad going on outside. You can hear the cannon fire. But yeah, that key dog part I like a lot. And key. there's so many parts in this that that reference the ride directly. And for some mm. reason, like they should probably annoy me, but they don't. I'm just like, I love yeah. it. <laughs> I grew up on this ride. They're very gracefully like inserted in there. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it, there's no moment that's a direct reference to the ride that feels like, oh, well, God, of course they had to do this, like, from the ride. Like, feel mm-hmm. nothing feels forced in there. Even the all. redhead and the blonde show up later oh, in the yeah. movie and slap Jack, and it's just funny, and it's sweet. And you're like, oh, that's who that is. I know who that person is. It just feels yeah. fun. Even Mr. Tibbs with a bunch of pigs drunk and asleep in the mud. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they're, more, they're more like Easter eggs than, like, direct, like, look at this. This is from the ride. Do you see? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So that's yeah. what I, that's what I appreciate, appreciate about it a lot, the kind of subtlety, but it's still obvious at the same time. Mm. 
it's it's not extremely heavy handed, but it's like if yeah. if you know, you know, and there you go. Yeah, and if you don't, if you've never been on the ride, which a lot of people like certainly mm-hmm. didn't grow up going to Disneyland, like uh, I assume all three of us did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If if you didn't, it's like you're not gonna think twice about it. It's just part of the movie. Yeah, it feels like it's part of the movie enough where it's like not that annoying. It's yeah, like you said, it it just fits into it well as opposed to like I like Rogue One, but there's a scene that's like straight up a cameo Easter egg with like the two bad guys from the cantina in Moss Eisley <laughs> that like show up on the planet and they just like focus on those two characters for like two seconds too long in Rogue One and it's just like, Do you get it? There it's a cameo and it's like <laughs> This doesn't feel natural anymore. Like, they focused on it too long. Mm. So, no, that's so, a very minor squabble, but I just think they do it really well in this movie. No, yeah, it's understandable for sure. But the Black Pearl arrives, and it starts wreaking havoc on Port Royal. And it's Are, foggy, just like the ride. <laughs> yes, it's foggy, just like the ride. Barbosa is there, just like the ride. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think the whole setup of when the pirates attack, it feels just like the, the boat. Uh, the does. pirate attack in mm-hmm. when they attack the Spaniards or whatever in the ride. Yeah. And they're like, Avast! Fire! Ah! It's good. But a group of pirates arrive at Elizabeth's house. Um, she puts up a good fight, but is captured because of the gold and because of the, the gold around her neck around her neck calls to the pirates. So they kind of really like sniff her out, basically. So she's captured, but Elizabeth says, Parlay! And they're like, Fine. You can <laughs> go see the captain, whatever. Yeah, pirate rule logic is just always funny because mm-hmm. it doesn't make any um, sense and they mostly follow it until they don't want to. Exactly, until they realize it's guidelines. And at which point, it's I feel like a semi-anarchy where it's like, I could, but I don't have to. <laughs> yeah, and then, I, this is jumping ahead too, but eventually when uh, they do bring her to Barbosa, they're like, she's not even a pirate. <laughs> you don't need to follow these rules, you dummy. I love that. Yeah, I was kind of confused. I'm like... This should only apply to fellow pirates. Like, it's weird that they're respecting her enough to, like, just do this. It's just because a lot of the pirates are also big dummies, which is also <laughs> funny. So, meanwhile, in the streets of Port Royal, um, Will's fighting pirates left and right, and he's really kicking ass. He sees Elizabeth being kidnapped, um, but he's knocked out from behind, which is a big bummer. That seems to happen a lot in this movie. Meanwhile, Jack is recognized by a group of pirates who um, get turned around at the jail. Uh, we learned that the pirates have a skeleton curse when they grab Jack around the neck in the moonlight. We see they have skeleton arms, so spooky, scary. <laughs> Elizabeth arrives at the Black Pearl, and we meet Bar- Barbarossa and his monkey, also named Jack. Barbosa. Barbosa, sorry. I have Barbosa <laughs> written down here. I said Barbarossa for some reason. Barbados. Natalie Portman plays Barbosa. <laughs> plays Barbosa. <laughs> and they have a contest as whose eyes can be bigger. But, uh-huh. I don't know, I feel like they both have big eyes. Barbosa? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I like Barbosa. it when he makes his eyes really big, and then they're all yellow, and he's just, like, really having they fun being a pirate. They all have those yellow eyes. It's <laughs> yeah. like, ugh. So, uh, Elizabeth tries to get them to stop the assault on Port Royal. She literally says, stop it. And, Bar- and, Bar- and Barbosa says, no. <laughs> And then they're also like, who are you, right? Yeah. Is that at they that point? Like, yeah. He basically, he's a, he likes her spunk. And he says, like, like who are you anyway? And she's like, oh, I'm the maid of the governor's mansion. I am Elizabeth Turner. And they go, Turner, Turner. Of all the last names she could have picked. Mm, I guess it's the last saved... name of the guy she kind of likes. Yeah, I guess it ultimately saved her life. But it's also just like she it chose the worst name. Over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but, well, yeah. 
Yeah, a couple of them mumble like, oh, bootstrap Turner, blah, blah, blah. Bootstrap. Yeah, and this is enough for Barbosa to call off the attack, and they disembark, and they're like, okay, well, I guess we have everything we need. We have the coin, we have Turner blood, like, let's let's get out of here. We got what we came for. That morning, Will bursts into a meeting with Elizabeth's dad <laughs> well, hold and on. Before that, he's just knocked out on the ground in the middle of the city. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just, so. like, walked over him. <laughs> Nobody bothered <laughs> to wake him up the whole time. It's just funny. <laughs> yeah. Be like Burstyn's like, we have to save Elizabeth. And the two guys are like, I mean, that's what we're currently doing. We have no way of knowing which way she went, though. And then Will's like, what about Jack Sparrow? He probably, he used to captain the Black Pearl or he knows about it. Like, he can, like, point us in the right direction. Like, we're not getting a pirate to help us. That's ridiculous. And so Will goes rogue and frees Jack Sparrow from his prison. Yeah, because I guess he helped build, as the blacksmith, he helped build the, uh, iron uh like prison or whatever and he's just like mm-hmm. yeah if you, yeah if you just put this wood plank in we could just knock the whole thing off which is like, jack sparrow's face is just like was that easy Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is funny because like i'd believe it it's like the 1600s or something mm-hmm. like they can only build stuff so well i guess <laughs> yeah but yeah i guess how do they ultimately convince each other i guess because jack knows that he is william's son that he's Blue yeah son, he right? he kind of plays coy him. about it yeah. he's 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 like oh okay like will turner hmm i bet you're named after your dad and he goes like i was and jack Spear was like hmm interesting all right <laughs> i'll help you <laughs> and he just wants to get out mostly i feel like <laughs> and then they escape under a canoe question mark under the under the under water? a rowboat it's sick as hell when they like they go underwater they have that little like air pocket because they'd never like you know like you know fully uh submerge it somehow i don't know how you pull that off exactly yeah i don't but... know how the science works but it's really cool the movie's just like just accept it yeah <laughs> it's cool as i think hell. you have to just like pull down and like never um like I... you can't dip it you have to pull like directly down so no water gets in shrug <laughs> i don't know i'm not a scientist or a pirate <laughs> so they get on board the dauntless and yeah blah blah, blah. um norrington witnesses them trying to capture the dauntless and yeah. they all rush it, over there on the interceptor it's just him and uh will on the on the ship and norrington goes that's the worst pirate i've ever seen mm-hmm. and so then while they stealthily while Norrington's men all board the Dauntless and they're nowhere to be every found. Every single one of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, one but not them. even the chef is still on the boat. <laughs> they all jump over to the other boat, which is funny. Like, I mean, not that it shows it, but. But it's, it's still funny. And then uh, meanwhile, while all that commotion is going on, Will and Jack have secretly snuck over to the Interceptor and they get on <laughs> no and they just like depart. And they're like, bye-bye, idiots. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> And then, like, Norrington's second command's like, that's the best pirate I've ever seen. And Norrington's and just Norrington's like, like so it would seem. <laughs> <laughs> I like Norrington. I think he's, like, a good, like, weird gray bad guy in this movie. I like him, too. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. He's just kind of, like, he's bound by laws that he's grown up with, and he's in the Navy. Like, he has to follow these rules, but he still has, like, a slight soft side where he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, this guy's not, like, a murderer, but I'm still going to do my duty to, like, go after him. Yeah. Not at this point, like, he just fully thinks, like, he's just doing his job and, like, getting the, but, like, as their relationship develops, like, him and Jack and, like, all the other yeah. pirates and stuff, it's like, he's not always a bad dude. No, he just, like, he feels like he has to uphold his own, his own law, his code, his justice. 
very anime. But we learned that Jack knew who Will's father was, and Will's father was indeed a pirate. And the boys are headed to Tortuga. We arrive there, and it's a crazy pirate town. Yeah. Jack we arrive recruits- at Tortuga, and there's no, like, they say, like, oh, my God, to Tortuga. And there's no location graphic. Like, there's no, like, text at the bottom that says Tortuga right after they say Tortuga, which I guess, you know, that's another nitpick thing for me, but there's so many big movies now that it's just like, we have to go to Seattle, and then it cuts to, like, a... Seattle. A swing shot of... Oh, 200. (laughs) Yeah, it's like they have to tell all the info. I'm like, we know where we are. So it was really (laughs) nice to just show, like, the the landscape of Tortuga at night and then just cut Mm -hmm. into it. And I'm even sure, like, in later movies, they do, like, some kind of, like pen scroll in like the corner of the screen be like tortuga 1692 or like something like that yeah probably but yeah so tortuga's pretty chaotic a uh, jacket slapped by a couple of women who he's obviously done wrong to yeah it's straight up the ride like scarlet is like the woman that they're like in on the ride that they're like yeah the we want the redhead yeah because they're like selling women on the ride before they changed it to what did they change it to, Lily? They're just lady pirates. They're, like, forcing them to sell their possessions, I think, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, Scarlet's or... become a lady pirate, and they're, I think the other woman's also, like, a pirate, too, and they're just, like, held up and making people sell their things. Because, like, the bomb pirate before this uh, at Port Royal is, like, one of the pirates in, like, the older version of the mm-hmm. ride, where the pirates are chasing after the women, but now on the yeah. ride, the women chase them with... Uh, Rolling pins. pins. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Jack recruits. Is it Tibbs or Gibbs? Oh, it's Gibbs. Gibbs. Yeah, I said Gibbs, Tibbs earlier, yeah, but it's my bad. But yeah, it's like this. All of Tortuga is the that that place that's on fire, basically on the mm-hmm. right. That's the ransacked town. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like I thought like, a Port Royal was supposed to be that during that scene, but maybe maybe it's supposed to be Tortuga. There's references in both that are like yeah yeah because like there's like these big wine barrels or like rum barrels that just have bullet holes that are like mm. it's coming out they're and they're like <laughs> yeah right and then he finds mr gibbs like you said sleeping with a bunch of hogs like in the yep. and those hogs are good actors uh the hogs Tyler had to actors. rewind it he loved those <laughs> hogs a lot really oogle those hogs <laughs> so uh they go about recruiting a full crew um to pursue the Black Pearl and take it as well. Jack also tells Gibbs that he plans on using Will for leverage in order to get the Black Pearl back, although we don't know exactly how as of yet. And I have to say, they cheers here, and they go, take what you can, give nothing back. And me and my childhood best friend, uh, Brittany, <laughs> we <laughs> we were obsessed with this movie like when it came out, and then like that was our thing that we said all the time, Aww. like for years. Like, we would, like, cheers, like, our drinks, like, take what you can. Give nothing back. I don't know why. That was just our saying. That's good. Like, that, reminds me of a, that reminds me of something my, when my, my dad, he, his, like, main toast when he was when he was still alive was he would, like, raise his glass and, like, our friend, like our friends and family around, he'd be like, and it's from Les Mis, he would say, may the wine of friendship never run dry, may the sh- shrine of friendship never say die. So that was, like, oh, one of the, the wow. main things. And that's a direct quote from Les Mis. Wow. But, Still got to yeah. see that. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, Tyler, what were you going to say? Uh, no, I was just going to comment that you that Lily said when you raised your drinks, I was like in middle school, so they're like juice boxes. <laughs> juice boxes. <laughs> I guess so, in middle school, probably yeah. Probably Slurpees. Yeah, Slurpees, Pop-Tarts, <laughs> uh, Domino's Pizza, 
corn dogs. Then you would smash your Pop-Tarts together. (laughs) Yeah. Just a bunch of trash. Hot Cheetos. (laughs) With our Pop-Tarts combined. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess, you know, public school uh, food for junior high, not very healthy at all. Back in our day, wasn't Mm. healthy at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So let's see here. Uh, I think it cuts back to... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, Jack assembles a crew of misfits, and uh, yeah, it's fully assembled. They set sail. We learn Jack's compass is magic during a storm because yep. it always seems like point them in the right direction. But that same night when they're in Tortuga, doesn't it cut to the Black Pearl and Elizabeth's on the boat, right, talking to... Uh, or is that later? Pirates on board the Pearl. Uh, that's literally the next scene. Okay, sorry. Uh, we cut to the Pirates on board the Pearl, and... Uh, uh, wait, where is that anyway? Oh, no, I, I skipped the whole thing. You're right, Tyler. Thank you. Uh-uh-uh. Yeah, before... Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> this is one of my favorite lines. In the, this is my favorite line in the entire movie, actually. But Elizabeth is having dinner with Barbosa. Um, we learn about the cursed Aztec gold and how the how it can only be broken once all the pieces are brought together. And she's and, really hungry and eats all the food. Yeah, she really digs into a hog leg. And... <laughs> So, and her coin was the final piece, and they just need her Turner blood in order to really just cement the deal and break the curse forever. Um, Elizabeth uh, eventually runs out because I think Barbosa tr- is like getting real in her face. Wait, about- oh, she stabs line? him. Yeah, she, she like what's stabs him. Line? Oh, I'm, I'm getting to it. She oh, stabs him and then, and, then, and then runs out, and she's everyone's a skeleton, is like freaking out. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, she runs to Barbosa, who's, like, still, like, in the shadows, and he's still fine. And then he steps out, and he says, you best stop leaving and ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. <laughs> the yeah. music's like, ding, 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 ding. He drinks the wine, and Lily's yeah. like, why is he drinking the wine? I'm like, uh, I guess because it's in the ride, and also it's just cool. Like, if I, was a, zombie, fear and intimidation. if I was a skeleton pirate, I would just, like, do that. It looks really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's sick as hell, and he just goes through his rib cage. He's like, "What are you looking at? Get yeah. back to work!" <laughs> but uh, breaking down this scene real quick, I, I, in hindsight, once you know that they're cursed, I mm. like how much he's just like watching her eat, and I don't think it's like creepy, really. It's more so just like I remember what it's like to taste things. Yeah, like, it's it's like, oh, I wish I could eat that. <laughs> and he he also tries to give her. Sorry, were you gonna say something, Lily? No, I was just going to say that's why he, like, tries to give her an apple. Because clearly mm. that's his he, favorite He's thing. a fiend for apples. <laughs> <laughs> apples is his, is his whole deal. <laughs> he loves apples. Much like we said one time on this pod that, like, Geralt from The Witcher just recovers health by eating a bushel of apples. <laughs> like, Barbosa literally says, like, I'm going to eat a big bushel of apples when I get back. When they're talking about, like, when they yeah. can become human again. <laughs> but uh, he just loves a good apple. And he then... Uh yeah, before we go to the next scene, just the CG. This is the first scene that has a, like a lot of CG, mm-hmm. and I think it looks okay. It definitely gets better in the sequels. Like mm-hmm. I remember being blown away by Davy Jones in the second one. Uh, yeah, we'll have to see see if that holds up. But I mean, it looks it looks pretty good in this one. Like it feels like it holds up, but it's still not like it's still not up to par of like modern CG. No, so. it's not amazing, but I, I didn't find myself like, Oh, that looks bad. I was even yeah. going to compliment the skeletons. Cause I think they look pretty good. Yeah. They look really good, especially for the time. And, uh, the monkey coming out as a zombie monkey, like <laughs> really scared me as a kid when I saw this, I would always be like, ah, but, um, what's so great about this movie too. It's like, it's, it's, a, there's a lot of like horror elements. Um, yeah. it's spooky enough for kids. It's violent enough for kids where it's not too much in any degree, but it'll still make you think about certain images. Like, like, a zombie monkey for some reason for me. Yeah, zombie monkey. Like you're, you're, 
parent or friend answering the door and getting shot and killed. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, so Jack's, and after this scene, Jack's crew of misfits is now fully assembled. Um, the pirates on board the Black Pearl, they land on a mysterious island, bringing Elizabeth with them. Yeah, his crew, uh, including Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana, that's right. And uh, yeah, the pirate, the pirates of the pearl arrive. Jack and Will are also in tow on the island. Uh, we learned that Jack used to captain the Black Pearl and was betrayed by Barbaro- Bar- Barbosa, his former first <laughs> mate. See, I'm getting all tongue tied too, with like a really simple one. <laughs> the pirates of the pearl attempt to use Elizabeth's blood to break the curse, but because she isn't really a Turner, nothing happens. Jack and Will witness this and are able to save her. Elizabeth also takes takes a coin with her and jack is captured by the pearl pirates after will knocks him out and leaves him there yeah this part gets like i don't know if convoluted is the right word but it does get to be like a little like i like how many like twists and turns there are and like kind of double crosses it's kind of like a jack sparrow special where he just keeps on double crossing things but ultimately Mm. does the good thing maybe yeah but yeah lily and i kept on going like oh so like why why do they need like turner's blood yeah, it's just kind of like assumed like that I don't I don't remember if I there's think... like a if an expl- explanation for Is it cuz like, he helped Jack Bootstrap? Bootstrap or... Bill was the one who originally stole the gold with them, I believe. Like so I think he's the one maybe who first touched it or first like commandeered it. They make it sound like okay, this is what I was trying to like piece together in my head like if mm-hmm. maybe it's that so they took the gold. They take the gold after they maroon Jack. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. they so they maroon Jack, which Bootstrap never agreed with. Right. And mm-hmm. then they um, then they got the gold, and then they decided to um, sink <laughs> Bootstrap Bill. Yeah, they like, they, like boots, throw him they strapped him by his bootstraps, so he was hanging upside down, like hitting his head on a bunch of rocks and coral, I guess, <laughs> until Davy Jones eventually like offered him to join his crew. Presumably, I guess, which like, is all off screen. It's all just told in story, yeah. which I like because it's like, don't worry about that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I assumed that somewhere in there, like bootstrap, like did he place the curse on them for them doing? That I think to he him? I think he stole the one coin. And gave it to Will and sent mm-hmm. Will out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so somehow, I think at that point, that's when Bootstrap joined Davy Jones. Like this is the stuff that like you don't really need to know, but it does like make it a little more confusing. If you start thinking about it, yeah, it to be a little yeah. bit like what? Why? This is the only stuff that's like kind of franchisey, where it's just like, oh, we'll talk. We'll probably talk about Bootstrap later at some point. And then all the four movies after this first one are just this times like a thousand in terms mm-hmm. of it being convoluted and all the rules. And wait, I'm what? dreading. What? I'm and dreading like, writing them all I, down as yeah. like these. Notes. Like, <laughs> I'm really on this one. I was like typing. A lot, and I'm like, oh my god, I can only imagine how much this is gonna be yeah. if like worlds end and like the other ones. I think at a certain point you could just say fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but because like yeah. that's not the stuff I like about these, anyways. But yeah. it does get too much at points. But yeah, that's that's all really. It's just like that backstory. I think I think Bootstrap went with Davy Jones, gave Will his one coin. So because they didn't have one coin in the chest, they all were cursed still. Mm-hmm. But I guess they still needed his blood. For reasons we're still confused about, but like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> just, Tur- just Turner blood's it. important. <laughs> yeah. Um, Will cu- tells the. What was it? 
Sorry. Is no, this go. no? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is just the point where they bring Elizabeth to the island, right? And they cut her hand, or is that a? Uh, they do that before all this. So before she's saved by Will and uh, right. Jack, they try cutting her hand, and nothing happens. And all the cards are like, "What the hell's going on?" They think they're gonna kill. She, she, they're gonna kill her. She thinks that. And then he's just like, oh, just a little blood. That's all. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I, I like Barbosa. Like, he's a pirate, and he's, he's like, classy. Oh, well, it's kind of creepy because she's like, she literally says, "Is that it?" And he goes, "Waste not." And it's like, okay, that's creepy. So oh, you're just yeah. gonna keep her around? Yeah, I he guess. probably has sinister intent because like, as soon as we get all our faculties back, yeah, it's gonna be real bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I didn't think about that because they are still pirates. He yeah. even like throws her to like everybody at one point. Where he's like, ah, here, have at her, and they're yeah, like, they're yeah. like groping her. Yeah, yeah, never mind. That's creepy. <laughs> I guess I just ultimately like what happens with Barbosa's character in the sequels because like, and in this one, he just loves being a pirate, as we'll talk mm-hmm. about as we get to it. So Jack arrives back on the Interceptor and he tells the crew, like, oh, Jack fell behind. And per pirate code, everyone has to be okay with that. You mean so, you mean Will, Will goes back, back on the... I'm sorry, Will. Will goes back on Jack and Jack's been left behind. Will's like, oh, he, he fell behind. Like, leave him behind. They're like, okay. So Jack is almost killed by the Black Pearl Pirates, but is able to use Will as leverage to keep himself alive. And he's like, hey, I know who the real Turner you need is. And they're like, ooh, we're interested. Will and Elizabeth have a little romantic moment at the Interceptor. Elizabeth gives the cursed coin back to Will, and Will realize that they that the pirates need his blood in order to break the curse. So he gets very like, oh no, I have to watch out. The blood uh, of a pirate. The blood of I'm a monster. Like, pa- <laughs> I'm a monster. Huh? I don't remember this part. Yeah, he like pounds him. Like, she puts together, she tells him how she stole the gold from him when oh, she so was a he kid, and out. he has the realization that his dad really was a pirate. Yeah, yeah, I do like Will's character arc in this movie. Uh, probably just this movie, but like he's he starts as like a really stuffed up guy who's like pirates are bad to be like yeah, mm-hmm. there's gray areas and everything, and maybe it is yeah. kind of cool to be a pirate as long as you're mm-hmm. not like really evil about it. Yeah, it's like as long as you're not Barbosa or like a, a horrible monster, <laughs> like you can get away with it sometimes. Leave some survivors, blow some ships up, leave they some can, wreckage for them to stand on. They contribute to the economy in their own way. <laughs> In their own way of ruining it. <laughs> no jobs, piracy. No jobs, pirates. Thank God. <laughs> so with Jack's help, the Pearl is able to come across the Interceptor. Jack is locked in the brig. A fight breaks out between the Interceptor and the crew of the Black Pearl. Uh, oh, the Interceptor love- pulls a really cool uh, drift maneuver, and I thought they were going to yeah. do this thing that uh, in history, Sir Francis Drake, one of my favorite privateers, he would cheat in like ship battles. So instead of going like broadside and shooting each other, he would pull up in like a T formation, like crossing like a capital T. He'd pull up there and just blast everybody to bits on <laughs> that move. side. So I thought, yeah, I thought they were doing that maneuver. Also, like uh, Elizabeth fully orchestrates this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like she's she's like giving all of the commands, like drop the anchor on the starboard side and like yeah. let go of the wheel. It's like where the fuck. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> she like, reads all the pirate books. I mean, maybe her her father, I guess, has some kind of renown as a governor, and she spends a lot of time with the navy people. Yeah, it's probably just. It seems like she loves to do jarring. it. It is like yeah. unexplained and like probably one of the least motivated things in this movie. But I'm also just like, hey, it's a fun adventure thing. 
Um, yeah, it's fine. It's both things where it's like silly, but also I'm just like, yeah, why not? Why not have more pirate yeah. things? It I, seems like she I just never, eventually going to be a pirate. That never crossed my mind, to be totally honest, that like she wouldn't know how to do these things for some reason. I was, I was just, just like, very, like, yeah, she knows. Very easily, like, just starts taking charge. Like, like a very like commanding whole... personality. So I'm like, she yeah. can do it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't really, like, command the ship. She just starts doing it. But mm. uh, I do like when the beginning of this fight ends, or starts after, uh, what, the Dauntless? Or is it the Interceptor? It's the uh, Interceptor that yeah, they're on. the Interceptor, they Tokyo Drift it, basically, and turn mm. it around. And then they're all lined up next to each other, the two boats. And they're just, like, you show, you see in the little cannon portholes or whatever, the all, like, the pirates are just, like, shaking their fists and be like, rrr, 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 <laughs> like, where they're all getting ready to fight. And they're all just, like, being angry at each other. And it's just <laughs> funny, like, taunting each other. It's really goofy. Yeah, and the the interceptor they had to like unload a whole bunch of supplies in order to go faster, but it's just not enough to get away from Black Pearl. So they like load the cannons full of like utensils and like <laughs> yeah. garbage, forks, <laughs> forks exactly, and just like blast it away. And they uh, well, put and Gibbs puts his like flask in one of them. <laughs> yes, and then it and that's the cannon that hits uh, Jack's cell in the in the brig. Oh. And then mm-hmm. he takes the flask and he like returns the flask to. Him oh again. yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> So, and he, he was like, it's empty. <laughs> it's like he gives it back to get <laughs> It's bloody empty, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jack escapes his cell, um, gets back the interceptor. Barbosa's monkey takes the coin. Will is trapped underneath, like, while he's looking for the coin, because I think Elizabeth's like, oh, the coin. And Will's like, shit, I forgot it below deck. So, he gets stuck there. Um, eventually, it all just kind of goes to hell with uh, the entire crew of the interceptor being yeah. captured. And the whole, whole... what? Sorry, go ahead. And the whole the whole interceptor is blown to bits. Yeah, this whole fight is really cool. Like this, it's really it's just like what you want in a uh, ship fight and Mm -hmm. a pirate thing. But like, there's this really cool shot that's like it's probably a stunt double, but it's like a Barbosa just standing there, and like Mm -hmm. the mast of the interceptor I think falls over onto the Black Pearl, and he's just standing there. And it's like, it looks like it could crush him, but it's just like full on he, like... He walks into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like full on like Buster Keaton, like the house, like falling yeah. around him, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just a really cool uh, shot. Yeah, it's sick. When he just like, he's just like stands, he just like walks into it and he's like, what? I've done this a billion times. With a monkey times. on his shoulder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the monkey on his shoulder. So we all think Will's dead, but then he pops aboard the Black Pearl and he's like, surprise, I'm still alive. And he says, I'll give you guys me in exchange for freeing Elizabeth. And they're like, all right, well, what's your deal? And they're like, oh, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the Turner guy you need. And they're like, oh, okay. So now, <laughs> now we learn about the guidelines of the pirate code because Will's like, you promised you'd set Elizabeth free. And then Barbosa's like, well, you didn't like say where i should set her free and when i should set her free so it's right here at this deserted island <laughs> and uh they drop jack off there too. turn jack off they drop jack there there too and it turns out it's the same island they already stranded him at and they leave him his pistol with one bullet and yeah. i like this line they're like do the gentlemanly do the gentlemanly thing and kill the girl and they just like push him off <laughs> i guess before this is when jack shows up or he's trying to get the key all right sorry the mm. coin and then uh, Barbosa's like, thanks, Jack. And then he's like, uh, yeah, no problem. He's like, oh, we named the monkey Jack. And yeah, like, not you. We named the monkey Jack. There's a few things in this movie, like when they are in that first, when they first go into that cave, when they're going to rescue Elizabeth, 
Like, mm-hmm. it's very, like, Temple of Doom of them looking out at them. There's a lot yeah. of, like, stuff that's, like, very Indiana Jonesy, which I guess probably just references old serials, too. So mm-hmm. it just very much feels like a movie that's uh, made by someone who has a lot of influences from, like, old adventure serials and stuff as well. Totally. Which is kind of iconic, I guess. Iconic. But, uh, so... yeah, when they... Sorry. <laughs> no, go for it, dude. When they throw them off the plank, which, Lily, you're saying, I guess, you were saying they didn't really do that or something? They didn't... Like, in real life. Well, I mean, like, don't quote me, but... <laughs> but, like, they... Yeah, when they have them on the plank, I think it was just like, apparently that was never a thing. I don't remember where I picked this fact up from. Walking but the I, plank. I just, I just know that walking the plank was legitimately never, like, a, a pirate thing. I feel it's like I've heard just, that, too. Yeah, it's just fiction. But, hey, mm-hmm. there's another thing. I'm the king of bringing up really minor things that for, are, for some reason, really important to me. And everyone else is like, whoa. Why do you care? But when they throw them off the plank uh, to go to the island or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, when Jack first falls in, he falls into the water with a bunch of fish around him. And they're like, mm-hmm. I might be mistaken, but they look like real fish. Like, they didn't look like he CG fish di- at all. He dives. Yeah, he dives they in. Throw, they throw his pistol in, and he mm-hmm. needs to get his pistol. Right. And he dives in, and there's, like, real fish there, and it like, looks like an actual location. And I just like that a lot because this movie really mixes in CG and sets and real locations really well. Mm. And it's just like, just the fact that I'm jazzed that there's real fish in the ocean in a movie probably sounds pretty depressing because it's like, they just they just CG everything in now, you know? And there's just yeah. something that it's nice to have practical tactile things in a movie mm. alongside all the CG. Yeah, you're very much about that. I just think it really it raises like the production value of a movie a lot, and it just makes movies feel less goopy. It just feels more tactile and like you're. I don't know. It just draws me in more. I, mm-hmm. I feel like. I feel it like it's real, not like, just like me they're either. trying. They had to put work into getting that to be physically there, as opposed to like, oh, we'll just put it in the computer. I just don't like seeing fake things. Uh, like everything in movies is fake. It's all artifice, but when you try to put practical things, it makes it feel more real and it helps you buy this fantastical world easier. So. Mm-hmm. Especially when they, for so much of the movie, there's like the pirates, like uh, the cursed pirates, like is like, and their CG is like such mm-hmm. a huge part of the movie. Uh, it's nice that it's not like everything is CG. You know what I mean? Totally. Like it's like, clearly like you watch those scenes with the pirates as like skeletons and everything. And it's like, yeah. obviously that's fake, but like everything else looks practical in this movie. And like, I don't, I could be wrong, but there's nothing. And yeah, we're just so used to it nowadays with these big mm-hmm. blockbusters and franchises yeah, and sure like there's... so much looking fake and so much of the set that's fake and the, and um, the set pieces and all of that. And like, and uh, yeah, so it, it was refreshing I'm sure there's a bunch of CG shots in this movie. They just complement the scene overall. Like, the whole scene isn't built in it's not CG. It's focal point. And yeah. I'm definitely mm-hmm. not, like, knocking CG at all. It's an incredibly valuable tool for filmmakers. It's just sometimes can become a lazy thing, especially when you don't have enough money or you don't devote enough money to it, where it just feels mm-hmm. cartoony in a way that doesn't complement the tone and style of your movie. Call of the Wild featuring Harrison Ford, we're looking at you. <laughs> I, I almost after that, asked if that dog could talk, and I was like, I, I don't believe it does, it actually. Looks like, <laughs> it looks like that dog would talk, though, because it looks like a cartoon dog. Oh, is this one of those talking dog movies? No, no it's just a dog. 
movie. Just but a, yes, just a dog. Sorry, I feel like I derailed us from the the uh, plot, but I thought it was important to. I mean, it is important because it definitely. Yeah. Again, after I've said this ten times now, like after not seeing it for so long, and after being used to the last however many years and seeing so many huge blockbusters that just abuse like CGI, and it's like revisiting this, and it's like oh. Like, oh, that's nice. It's, yeah. Hmm. A lot of practical elements. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. continue. <laughs> they drink all the rum. <laughs> yeah, Jack and Elizabeth get drunk on the island via, via a secret stash of rum. And Jack reveals his big, fantastical escape from this island was really like some rum smugglers came, abo- came aboard. And it was like their secret island stash. And he, he just literally spent three days there and like hopped a ride with them and went back. He just drank rum and ate food for three days and was totally exactly. fine. I love it. And, and she gets really mad because she's like, that's the infamous story of the of Captain Jack Sparrow. And she's like, she's pissed like, at yeah. him. But like, that's what's so great about Jack is that like, oh, he's like this famous pirate with this reputation but he's actually just like kind of shitty yeah if someone tells a story work. about him he's not gonna say no he's just like yeah. he's also not gonna say yes but he's like just the like, original escape escape sure. stories like he walks to the ocean all these like sea creatures like well up <laughs> and he like grabs a sea turtle and ties them together with human hair from his back and like rides them to safety it's like yeah. ridiculous it's like not even it's like gibbs is like he got two t- sea turtles together and rode them like a raft and then will's like is it Will or Elizabeth? Will. Yeah, it's Will. Yeah, he's like, where did he, how did he get the rope? And then Jack's there. He's like, human hair from my back. And just like, <laughs> he just has an incredibly hairy back, apparently. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> he's like a gorilla back. But there's a, there's a moment where I thought Jack was going to be really like smarmy when like him and Elizabeth get really drunk and like he, they're, she says, he's talking about freedom and the Black Pearl and she kind of gives him a, she's, and then she kind of gives a toast like to freedom. They kind of like, Puts his arm around her. And he's like, "Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna have some fun tonight." And she's like, "Uh, there's not nearly enough rum for me to do anything like that yet, quite yet." Um, and so, this is a Disney movie, sir. Yeah, it's a Disney movie. And I literally thought the next line from Jack, and this might be my brain working overtime, was like the chair would be like to freedom him to be, him to be like to enough rum, and then like to like down a whole bunch. But he doesn't say that. He just like, drinks the whole thing and passes out. Oh, what's happening? I just heard something out back. Steakhouse. Whatever. It's fine. It's the ghost. Yeah, I think she says, to freedom. And he says, yeah. to the black pearl. And then he chugs all the rum. And he yeah, he chugs all the rum. And he wakes up to her burning all of it. <laughs> yeah, she burning so the entire thing. And he's like, what are you doing? Why the rum? And she's like, because it tends Why even the, the most decent gone? people. <laughs> yeah, well, where's the rum? Yep. And then like, she like sets the whole island on fire basically and she's like the whole british navy's looking for me like they're gonna see this and then he like walks like, away and he's like damn it he she was right because there's yeah, already like, a ship like approaching yeah. the island yeah literally norrington's ship is like there <laughs> <laughs> and i think it cuts to on the ship and mm-hmm. uh daddy swan has another wardrobe change <laughs> he has like four or five wardrobe changes in this uh movie uh, Jonathan Price. He's wearing like a green suit now. He's a mm-hmm. fashionable man. He's very fashionable and like, very funny. If you funny. were the governor of a Caribbean port town, wouldn't you have a whole bunch of extra- extravagant? I'm costumes? not knocking him. I like it. I like. He's it. stylish. 
So on board, Elizabeth is able to convince Norrington that they have to save Will from the Black Pearl by accepting his earlier proposal. She's like, I'll marry you if you help me save Will. Consider it my, uh, my what's it called? My wedding, wedding gift. gift. Yeah. And he's like, ooh, okay, <laughs> I'll do that. This won't bite me in the ass. Yeah, and Jonathan Price is almost like, so you, you, you. Probably you're going to marry Norrington? Like, he's just, like, trying to be, like, a hopeful father and being like, yeah. maybe my daughter will just do this simple, or, like, do this easy path and I don't ever have to worry about her again and she mm. won't become a pirate. <laughs> she will literally become a pirate. Little does he know. Yeah, there's that scene in, She's in the She's gonna end spend her whole life on an island by herself, Ugh. right? <laughs> does she even have a child? Like, does Will ever, like, give her a child? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I does. don't know if that's movie three or four or what, but yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> off, off screen. I don't know. Off screen, yeah. I'm like, at least she's not totally alone, I guess, but um, what's it? He comes back like once, like five years or like something. Like once every like 10 that. years or something. 10 years? It's that's so like. stupid. <sighs> get fucked. Year. That's it's too 10 long. Years, I think. <sighs> yeah. You guys will get to that, I'm sure. Yeah. But anywho's it. We took a long dive there, and that was my fault. But take a long dive, just like Ooh. all the cursed pirates when they take a walk. Take a walk. Because uh, Jack Sparrow goes back to them, right, and like has another mm. proposition for them. Yeah, basically, because uh, he wants the Navy a ship catches back. up with the pearl on the secret island. Jack rows out onto the island alone. He's able to convince them that he should do that. Um, Elizabeth's locked away in her room for her own safety in the cave. Jack just is like, "Hey, guys, like." Aren't they going to kill Will? Because they have Will again, right? They do have Will, yeah. And Jack is like, so here's the deal. Um, The British Navy's here. Um, I told you this information, so how about you name me Captain of the Black Pearl, you guys go out, kill everyone on the Dauntless, you Captain the Dauntless, and you get to call yourself Commodore Barbarossa. Barbarossa. Barbosa. uh, That's the funny thing, though, is like, I love, like, Barbosa's character that he's, like, he very clearly, like, likes the finer things, mm-hmm. like, in life. And you kind of see it in the later movies when he, spoiler alert, comes back from the dead. <gasps> and he's, like, isn't he, like, I don't remember what movie it is, but he's, like, just dressed very, I think like, that's the fourth one. Yeah. Like, Might be World's stately End. And, like, and, yeah, Jack, like, proposes to him, like, how about Commodore Barbosa? Yeah. And he's, like, and he's like I'll hmm. buy you a hat. A really big one. <laughs> and then he's just he's like, like all right. <laughs> so yeah, and then the the crew of the Black Pearl like all get zombified and they walk under the water to the Dauntless and it's so really dope. cool. Take a look. Lo- love that sequence. I like yeah. when uh, they're gonna cut right before this when they're gonna cut Will's throat or whatever to get the blood on mm-hmm. the coins. Like Jack's just walking through and all the pirates are like yeah yeah and then like slowly <laughs> dies down as he walks through so that there's just one guy in the front that's just like yeah. And then, like, finally notices what's happening. Yeah. I like that also while he's having this conversation with Barbosa, um, Jack pockets a coin from the chest. Yeah, because he's like, one, two, three, and then, like, just hides the fourth one. He has one. the fourth. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the, the, uh, the men of the Pearl walk underwater, assault the Dauntless, Elizabeth escapes her room before the pirates attack. Back in the coin cave, Jack double-crosses Barbosa and frees Will, and they have a weird immortal fight between like if they make one one slip up and they're dead and this pi- evil pirates will be fine yeah but uh, um, yeah this yeah this is where it all starts because the uh the two i forget the two pirates names that are really like the 
main henchman of Barbosa. Right, yeah, the wooden um, eye guy and the fat one. Yeah, and uh, you know, they're I guess in disguise as uh in dresses or whatever, like mm-hmm. being like Yoo-hoo! to the ship. Yeah. It's like, okay, what whatever, I guess. Uh until I don't know, one guy is like has, he like he has his pirate masculinity yeah. attacked by the other yeah, guys. He's like, he look good though. Huh? He's like, yeah, he's, you look pretty good in that dress or something. And then he gets, yeah. he gets mad. And, and at first he's, he's like, oh, and he's like, wait. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, they start strangling each other or something. And then they find out that the zombie pirates, they turn around and all the zombie pirates have gotten snuck onto the ship, like really mm-hmm. close to the, uh, to the, uh, what's it called? The uh, pirate's wheel. <laughs> what is that called yeah. on the ship? <laughs> the, not the rudder. Captain's the... steering wheel? Yeah, I call I it a steering so. wheel, yeah. <laughs> right next to the handbrake when they have to Tokyo Drift. <laughs> Classic. So during this big fight, um, Elizabeth sneaks onto the Black Pearl and frees um, Jack's crew. Um, Barbosa stabs Jack, but realizes that he doesn't die because Jack is now also cursed because he pocketed that coin. He doesn't just stab hey. Jack. Jack stabs him, and he pull- Barbosa pulls the sword out of himself and stabs Jack in the stomach, which is pretty yeah. cool. And then Jack just kind of stumbles backward into um, the moonlight. Mm. And then you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's a skeleton. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. I like I like that in Barbara says, what are we to do now, Jack Sparrow? Are we two immortals to fight until the trumpets ring in the end of time? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so um, Jack holds off, holds a coin. Uh, no, it's like blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Jack's crew takes the pearl and they leave Elizabeth to save Jack and Will after her big impassioned speech. That they, she's like, "All right, let's go save Will and Jack." And they're like, "No!" And <laughs> yeah. This whole this whole pearl. sequence, uh, yeah, this including what's coming up or whatever. So there's mm-hmm. like the a, uh, there's there's like three th- three different things going on. There's like the a fight, which I guess is you know Jack and Will fighting Barbosa mm-hmm. and the pirates. Is the B fight of the uh, zombie pirates attacking the interceptor? What was it called? Mm-hmm. The Dauntless. Oh, the Dauntless. Sorry, the Dauntless. And then there's like the C action of Jonathan Price having some antics, which is really fun. Fighting <laughs> off like, <laughs> yeah, fighting the off the zombie hand, hand. <laughs> <laughs> trying to hit it with like a candle candle uh, holder and stuff. So there's like three like things going on, huh? And stuffing it in the drawer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's three things going on, so it's really easy to cut between all three and just make it very exciting all amongst. So mm-hmm. it's like really great blocking, editing, camera pacing. work, pacing. For the whole yeah. movie, the pacing is so oh, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Will's just smacking pirates, I guess, and putting bombs inside of pirates and then putting them and making them whole again. No fair! <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one no bomb fair. pirate is like, oh, I'm going to get you! Like, he sounds a pirate, and then he just becomes like a New Jersey guy, and he's like, no fear! <laughs> I was like, wait, oh, why no. did his accent just change like that, like right before he gets blown? He sounds like a 20s gangster or something. <laughs> no <laughs> But uh yeah, just this whole sequence is just like a hell of a time, as uh, Green Goblin would say. Yeah. <laughs> a hell of a time. I wrote in the, so, my notes when they sword fight, I felt that. Cause yeah. it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, uh doesn't Barbosa say here they be monsters or something? Yeah, he says, oh, you're off the map now, laddie. Yeah. No. Yeah, you, yeah. You say it, Lily. You say it. <laughs> no. I don't know the exact quote, but... But Barbosa's just having so much fun sword fighting Jack. Like, he loves to mm-hmm. do these things. He, he loves a good sword fight. 
Yeah. And he gets like cut loose and like it doesn't matter like who gets hurt because they're just immortal now. So they're just like locked in eternal He's, combat. And he basically. literally just like starts laughing like maniacally, like coming at him with the sword, like ah! And I think this moment <laughs> where I like turned to Tyler and I was like, Jeffrey Rush is having so much fun. Like, <laughs> exactly. This has got to be, especially like as like a what he's fifty something in this movie, like as a fifty something mm-hmm. year old like British actor, like this is probably going to be like. One of the coolest roles to play. Just this badass, like, pirate captain. Like, Mm. so cool. So, during this fight, Jack hands the coin he stole off to Will, who catches it. His hand's already cut. He throws it into the... um, Chest. Into the, the, what's called, the big chest. Throw it into fire. Jack shoots Barbosa, and... uh, Will and then he doesn't realize the curse is broken until the camera looks over to Will and he just like drops it the coin in and Barbosa like stumbles back and Lily do you want to say the line? Uh oh, is it? I feel cold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he falls over dead. <laughs> and then revealing a uh, cut to close up of his hand. And the the apple rolls out of it, and we're like, "Wait, was he holding that fucking apple for the whole sword fight?" <laughs> he loves <laughs> apples as much as he loves sword fighting. Yes, he'll grip it to his dying day. <laughs> and uh, we also reveal that the other crew of the Pearl, their their curse is also broken, and uh, Norrington's men are able to subdue them and capture them all. It's kind of uh, cool. They like all just stop fighting, and they're all mm-hmm. just stop and like look at each other. And they're, like, they know instantly, like, the moment that the curse has been broken. And a lot of them, mm. like, drop dead because, <laughs> yeah, as a result of their wounds. But, yeah, and then uh, some of them are, like, oh, I actually have, like, mortality to consider now. Like, I- I- I'm done. <laughs> but the next day, uh, Jack is about to be hanged. Uh, Will is there, dressed in his three musketeer best. <laughs> and-, and hat. Yeah, yes. I like his outfit because it's, like, earlier on in the movie, like, Jack shows up to be a pirate to someone, and then Will comes behind him and is like, Avast! And like Jack just looks at him and is like, You're a dork. And <laughs> Will's outfit in this is like his interpretation of like pirate outfit, where he's just like mm-hmm. still looks kind of like a dork. Yeah. But he's like, I'm he's a like, pirate now. Pirate. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, he confesses his love to Elizabeth, and he's like, I should have said it from the first day I met you. And she's like, Oh. <laughs> uh, he saves Jack. Elizabeth helps by pretending to faint, um, but they are soon captured again. Uh, Elizabeth joins Will's side and says, "Like I love him, Daddy. Don't don't execute Jack and don't execute Will either." And the dad goes, "Well, this is the path you've chosen, okay." <laughs> and Norrington, who's basically been denied his like wife and someone he loves, goes, "Well, all right, I guess." You guys are free to go, and then like his one of his compan one of his like fellow soldiers is like, what about Jack Sparrow? We got to chase after him. And Norrington goes like, we can give him a day head start. <laughs> yeah, when uh when Will rescues Jack and he like throws the sword underneath him so he doesn't choke from the noose mm-hmm. or whatever, and then he's like fighting the executioner on top, and then Jack's like doing some business, and Will like front flips in the background. <laughs> <laughs> as like Jack's fighting and it's just like so extra but it's really fun do a flip <laughs> but yeah um, Jack boards the Black Pearl um, all seems to be well and good he flips open his compass and says drink up me oddies yo ho and the movie Cuts ends and all the bad eggs 
and all the bad eggs drink up me hearty savvy. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how you guys felt when this, like, when you saw this for the first time, but I really, like, distinctly remember this last scene, like, gave me chills. Like, I was just like, mm-hmm. I love this movie! So, <laughs> so iconic. When's the next one come happy. out? I also I love, like, it's yes. pretty cool, honestly, that, like, first shot of this movie, someone singing that song. Very mm-hmm. last shot of this movie, he's singing the song, too. Yeah, he's finishing the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, finishing the song. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, such an... Uh, you were saying, like, earlier, like, oh, if there's, like, an Oscar, like, compilation of, like, best character introductions. This is definitely on the list of, like, best last shots of a movie. Like, best mm-hmm. best uh, endings to a movie. Yeah, it's, it's right re- next to Inception's spinning top. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's yeah it's funny when you watch it like a movie and then like the ending shot is supposed to like mean a lot and then you just like the journey you went on with the characters and then they do the end shot it's like supposed to be so momentous but it's just like like it just totally falls flat (laughs) uh but like i feel like this definitely earns it and it's so perfectly like um doesn't set itself up for a direct like sequel like Mm -hmm you know, all the the fil- the movies after this in the Pirates franchise and so many movies today, just like the very yeah. last scene or shot or whatever is just setting it up for a sequel. But it leaves it open enough to where it's like, uh-huh. oh, there could be more adventures in the future with Jack Sparrow. And you're like it's... excited by that. And I don't know about you guys, but like once I, after I uh, finished this film for the first time, it was like, I definitely wanted more. I yeah. was like, I really hope that there's, like, more sequels after this. and <laughs> Like, this really deserved, like, yeah, it's made four sequels that, like, of varying degrees, but, like, at that very moment, it's just, like, I want to just watch 12 Pirates movies. I want to see what happens <laughs> with these people, all the different characters. I just wanted to keep going. I had so much fun, and, uh, you know, it didn't you really what you wanted. pay off overall as a franchise, probably, but... I still like it. <laughs> and like this movie is just so good that it's just like I'm amped to watch the rest of them. Yeah. I just, uh, that being said, it's like I feel like it, and this is not necessarily like its fault, but like they could just never recapture like the magic that the mm. first film in this franchise has, you know? And, and that's just kind of a thing where like, yeah, like you can't really, like it's such a, like, momentous thing where it was like oh the first like you know the first one in the series and like uh and it also it's like not it's not an adaptation other than i mean yeah technically okay the ride but like all the characters are original (laughs) and the story is original and all of that and it's like it's yeah you can't like necessarily recapture like that exact magic like Mm -hmm. but uh yeah as a standalone movie like so good so so good <laughs> i feel like both me and lily connery have been like yeah this movie freaking rules but i just want to <laughs> check in on how you feel about it because it's totally fine if you feel differently but no i agree I, I think the movie rocks i like i said i was a little bummed out like i felt like i had to like keep pausing the movie to write stuff down but i was like yeah. i was i was definitely enjoyed it i was like this is a, a it was a lot of fun i definitely enjoyed it, it it's just just a such a fun movie i remember uh my friend Carlin, who might be on one of these, like these, this is her favorite franchise. So like, I remember for a long time when like we would go, my family would go over there to hang out 
we would there be a, some kind of mandatory viewing of a Pirates of the Caribbean movie <laughs> at some point. Yeah, and it's like I would love if like all of the movies were like seven tenths as good as this one or something, but mm-hmm. they just get really crazy. And I mean, I guess we'll talk about it. Overly I keep jumping ahead, but it's just they, like they lean really hard into the mythical, and it's like okay, where. Yeah, it's just like I just love to have these on in the background at all times, basically. If they were all like kind of good, but mm-hmm. you know, that's uh, that's my pirates report. <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh, I'm, I'm humming Skyrim. Three notes. This is the first. Disney movie to have a PG-13 rating, like a Disney proper. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, Second note, this movie made like $305 million domestically and like overall uh, $650 million. What would you do if you had that pirate horde? Yeah, make a bunch of sequels way too fast, I guess, (laughs) without scripts and such. Uh, yeah, this movie made a lot of money, weren't too much of sequels, and, you know, it was a big hit, and they didn't know if it would be a big hit or not. They used, Production design in this movie is, like, better than I expected for them not mm-hmm. knowing or not, you know, because after this, good. they tried to do the same thing with, like, The Haunted Mansion, like a mm-hmm. ride that became a movie, and it's just, like, not the same at all. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. Eddie Murphy's Haunted Mansion, yeah. wah, wah. Uh, ever and ever, forever and ever. But... I have something to say, but like, did you have a third? You yeah, I had a things? third. Third thing, the most important of all. There's one pirate and the Black uh, Pearl crew that just has a big cartoony mallet, oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's his weapon in the whole movie. He just has that mallet, and I always think that's really. I mean, not always. This is the first time I noticed it, but I just think it's really funny. Like everyone gets cool. Like there's the bomb guy, and that guy just has like a big like mallet to hit gophers with, basically. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think, just the character design in this is so, I was enjoying it so much. Just, like, like really uh, noticing, like, all the little, the little details. And, like, I was, I was starting to remember, like, I watched so many behind-the-scenes, like, featurettes back in the day when I was, like, this is my favorite movie ever. And, like, <laughs> there's just, like, little things, like, yeah, that guy with the mallet. And, like, they gave them all their own, like, little, like, quirks. And there's one of the guys who's, I think he's the guy who ends up getting blown up with the bomb in the end in his stomach he has like a beard and his beard is always like on fire i think it's like always <laughs> slightly like yeah it's always like Singing. slightly burning it's always smoking nice. like that's just like it's so cool like there's all these little details like if you pay attention to it but um he just runs around smelling like burnt hair yeah <laughs> <laughs> um did you have something else or was that it? no what i was gonna say is <laughs> In your guys' opinion, is this like the height of Johnny Depp to you? Because like to me, this is Ooh. this is it. And I I loved him so much as an actor during this time. I guess early two thousands and like saw every single thing that he was in. And like this is still like the height of him to me. Yeah, um, I guess he's the height. This is the height for him in that. Soon after this, it became too much. Right. Because I, I mean, like, as an actor, though, too. Not necessarily, like, hit the height of his fame, because obviously I think it was. But, no, like, both. Like, as an actor. He kept doing more things like this. Like, I love I love Sweeney Todd, um, but he did Charlie and the Chocolate Factory after this. And it was just like, yes. he just kept doing more and more, uh, 
like the most extreme of characters and it just became a bit much right so i'm trying to think of what else he did after this films before this i'm saying like what's basically what's your favorite what's your favorite what you think the best of the best like johnny depp is like what movie Mm. or series or series of movies or yeah i'm trying to think i i mean i love edward that's one of my favorite movies ever yeah and he's he's really good in that and he is good in edward uh yeah that's like somewhere between like because he's definitely quirky in that movie but it's not to the ramped up degree of anything else what else is he in i mean sleepy hollow scissor hands secret window yeah secret window a lot what does he eat in secret window all the doritos doritos and mountain dew yeah what's eating gilbert grape what what's eating gilbert grape is that him yeah yeah i mean he's really good in that too and the fear and loathing um benny and june blow yeah um Rango, Rango's Rango good. Rango is really good. Oh, Rango. <laughs> uh, what about Lone Ranger? <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Oh I've never yeah. saw it. Mm. I'm waiting for it to come on Disney Plus because there's like an ad for it. But it's like this will be available like 2021. I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> what about you, Connery? What's your favorite Johnny Depp? That's hard. Um, when you said that, Shock a Lot appeared in my brain immediately. No. And I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, I just remember watching it with my mom and sister and being like, this isn't a bad time. Like, it's fun. Rewatch it. Why is that the, the first thing? that? <laughs> I, I don't know. Of all of his, like, work, Shock-A-Lot came to mind first. And I'm like, why is this here? Of, like, all, all of his body of work, that showed up first on the choo-choo train of my brain. <laughs> but Alice in Wonderland. Uh, yeah, right, he really. He's the Mad Hatter. I'd love to see him come back if. You know, there is actually, it turns out, no problems. Not but likely. Not likely. Um, I have one last thing, I think, before we wrap up, which I should have mentioned earlier, but I'm just assuming that you've seen The Notebook, right, Connery? Of course. I saw it for the first time, like, two weeks ago. What'd you think? Um, it's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. It's but very dramatic. It's basically like, why does this super depressing movie this like why would anyone like this i always feel like i was like fluctuating and i was like it's an incredibly emotional movie notebook i think good movie but it's also really it's just too much sometimes how they die in each other's arms as soon as like they finally remember each other it's it's just it is a a lot lot. it's just shots of threatening to kill himself if she doesn't go on a date with him yeah Yeah. i don't know cut this out if you want but i thought it was a little monumental that i finally saw it no, congratulations. That's like a or just a movie staple in general. Yeah, just a movie staple in general. It's a classic. The notebook. Classic. Romance. Now go watch About Time. My favorite rom-com. I keep telling Tyler. It sounds depressing. Like, and he's it's not like, no, depressing. No. It's, it's like, up. it's very kind and nice, and the ending is sweet as hell. It's not sad like The Notebook. You feel so cathartic and like, Yeah at the end of that movie like that is probably my favorite rom-com of all time i'm like i love that movie so much it's on my top four on letterbox <laughs> yeah i was gonna say <laughs> uh well on that note does anybody else have anything to say about curse of the black pearl before we wrap it up i'm certainly not cursed for have viewing it <laughs> <laughs> so good i love it thank you guys for having me on this Thanks for coming on. We owe you for. We owe you some movies that you actually like. We owe you one more before we make you watch a third one you don't like. (laughs) Yeah, when we have you back on for Jurassic Park 2 The Lost World. (laughs) Good movie. (laughs) What? Did you like it? 
Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking of Jurassic World uh, this, <laughs> two. <Jurassic laughs> yeah. Oh right, yeah. Which, Dude, like, yeah, probably everyone listening is like, wait. They're just swearing right now. <laughs> like people fucking hate that movie. I liked it. <laughs> I remember I saw watching Jurassic World two yeah. and just being like, that was enjoyable. <laughs> no, I said this on an earlier episode, but I had I made basically made Lily watch the Lost World because I'm like, oh, you'll like the ending. And you're like, right. they're in San Diego for one shot, and then the rest, of, you're just like, this is Burp Pink. <laughs> this yeah. is Burp Well, thanks again, uh, Lily. Uh, thank you, Connery. And thank, thank you, you Tyler. Me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll catch you guys all next weekend uh, talking about To Dead Man's Chest with Jacob Padilla, past and future guest. To plug? Hmm? Do we have anything to plug this time? Oh, yeah, I guess I should have said that. What do you have to plug, yeah. Connery? Um, if you wanna, uh, if you like, t- if you like hearing me talk at you, um, you might enjoy Starship Impala. It's a role-playing game hosted by me and four other friends. Jacob is also on it. Um, I wanted to drag Lily on it at some point, but she won't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, we have over a hundred hours of content. It's called Starship Impala. We play Starfinder. It's all good fun. Tyler, Lily, do you guys have anything to plug? Um, I was recently on one of my best friends, uh, Nina, past and future, or no, future guest. <laughs> yeah, future guest. Hey. Much, I'm pretty sure she's going to be on here. Um, she has a podcast called Salem and Binks, B-I-N-X. Um, she, her podcast, um, she covers uh, movie favorites that... Um, surrounding different seasons and holidays so right Mm. now we're in the uh summer fourth of july season and uh and we just did uh heavyweights (laughs) uh one of our favorite movies of all time so if you want to hear me just uh um rant and rave about how much i love heavyweights for over two hours (laughs) check out salem and banks um i'm on a couple other episodes also yeah uh, you're in like midsummer too right Midsummer and uh, Hocus Pocus for nice. Halloween last year. Um, yeah, definitely check it out. Um, other than that, you can follow me on Instagram, but I really don't post that much. But hey, <laughs> I'd appreciate it. Uh, at uh, Lily, L-I-L-Y, Marie underscore Young. We're going to get you that uh, influencer status, hello. Yeah, you're going to get a check mark. <laughs> Because of us. <laughs> Do you know if Nina's done Last Holiday yet? No, why? Would Nina, she? Nina, if you're listening to this, I want to do Last Holiday on your podcast. <laughs> Good movie. Uh, follow me on Instagram at twained, T-W-A-Y-N-E-D. At this point, I've probably posted some pictures about a squirrel uh, eating at a tiny squirrel table made by a person. That's what I have to plug. I'm checking. I'm not, checking. Not right now, Connor. I mean, when this episode comes out. It's not there! <laughs> uh, follow us at FranchisePod on Instagram, Twitter, uh, on Facebook, and email us at thefranchisepodcast at gmail.com with any questions you have. Questions, I was going to say complaints. Don't complain. Uh, <laughs> sign us up for spam and rate, us, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Please, any uh, review, any rating, that's uh, five stars will help us reach out to a wider audience yeah. and talk more about pirate movies and other yeah, franchises it, in general. You give us an inch, we'll give you a mile. 
And on that note, uh, does anybody have a pirate's quote that we haven't said yet? Now, bring me that horizon. Uh, What can you <laughs> you can just fade all that out. Yeah.